People forget facts, but they remember stories. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is the Factual Podcast Modern Escapism. is Kenny. That is a fact. And I also go by the name Oodles. Joining me today, his name is Stuart, but he goes by the name of Stig. Fact. Hello. Her name is Joe, but she goes by the name of Candy. Fact. Hello. His name is Michael, but he goes by Gadget. Fact. Hello. And Andrew, that goes by the name of Biggie, is not with us today because he has the shits. Not a fact. <laughs> is it not a fact? How is everyone? I've got, I've got a basically... For the rest of the show, explain what is factual and what isn't. Right. He got, to- oh. he got told off in Discord. Oh, yes, he, oh. Yes, he did. <laughs> so no yeah, jokes. Yeah, we were quite inaccurate last week. No jokes, no fun, just facts. That last week was totally accurate. It was perfect. The perfect podcasting. Not off the rails everyone at else all. that's wrong. How are you? How are you, um, Gadget? I am feeling much better. I Contrary to contrary to popular belief or whatever Oodle says, I did not have the shits. I had both of my. That vaccines. was not a fact. I, I had both of my we, uh, winter vaccines Saturday last week, and as a result, I was dying on the Sunday from side effects. So one of the side effects shits. being the shits. <laughs> <laughs> no shivers and fever and all that. When I edited the podcast through, um, you, you guys are you guys need me around for the news because you had no fucking clue what was going on at any single point. Do any of you no. read the internet? No. 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 I, I never do. Sometimes. Oh, no, I read it. I just don't understand it. I, I rely on you to explain <laughs> I rely on you to explain it to me in more words. It. When it comes to all the gaming stuff, like, we're, like y'all are man. We, we see the headlines, <laughs> but we need you to news. fill in the blanks. He's the one that should be explaining this to you. Oh, man, he's fucking Ron Burgundy all over. It, it, yeah. One of these days, I'm just going to put a fake piece of news in there and see if he actually fact-checks it. I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does April I'll Fool's like land on a Sunday next year? Because we could yeah, really... But you can't do it, you can't do it uh, after 12 o'clock, can you? Ah, oh, no, it, it, April the 1st next year is on a Monday. We could be, do it for the Sunday. Could we do it on the 31st? Could we do a preemptive April Fool's? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> it's before we 12 o'clock. past midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something in there. That there's some kind of content in there. I can smell it. I can feel it coming yeah. from the surface. And the, it's, and, the, it's and the thing is, we know Biggie's not going to listen back to this. So, oh, he will. He's, yeah, he's, he's like me. He don't listen he's to the show, boy. does he? <laughs> no, he's a good boy. <laughs> did, um, speaking of listening to shows, did any of you catch up with my sort of 100 things yet? I did. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I did. I liked it, and I liked the competitive nature worked on this one. Um, also. You're right, because I rewatched it after watching that show. That film does not hold up. No, it's it's fun, but it could have been a lot better, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just a wasted premise, isn't it? A concept that yeah. they've never gone back to because this tarnished it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wanted to throw out there the uh, the spoiler. It's a spoiler, but I broke the record. He broke the saying. record. Mm. Non-stop. He took over, actually. He took over hosting for half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of him. I'm like, I was like a proud dad. I was like, oh. I brought this guy in and look at him now. He's better than me. I'm, like, <sighs> I'm the captain now. This yeah. is my podcast. <laughs> 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 Just going to send you around the info, internet infiltrating other people's podcasts. 
I listen yeah. to everyone else's <laughs> podcast. It's not my own. It's fucking, that's the weirdest thing you could possibly do, in my opinion. I mean, I Fact. have to listen to Not it. opinion, sorry. Fact. I have to premise, <laughs> preface that. Anyway, the fact that Biggie is not here tonight means we've got a void, an empty void within our family. And I think there's only one thing that could, could take the place. It's Stiggy's breaking news. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for... Biggie's breaking news. Get ready for this. Oh no. <laughs> news to the heart, and we're to blame. We get down and we give news a bad name. Bad name. <laughs> Patron is what we sell. We promise you heaven, we'll put you through hell. Biggie's news, gotta hold on me. When news is a prison, you can't break free. Whoa, I loaded news. Whoa, a week out of date. No one can save you. The news is your fate. News to the heart, and we're to blame. A bad name, bad name. I play my part in the Biggie News game. We give news a bad name. We give news a bad name. <laughs> Hearing that, that out of sync. Hearing that completely out of sync. What's better than Bon Jovi? Not a fact. I'll make that work in the edit. <laughs> I had to. I had to go the whole lot there rather than just the intro. Oh, and yet. You're gonna to have to put up with the shit singing. Yeah, okay, I can hear. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait for you. <laughs> no, I'm done. I've finished singing. You've got to do the news. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to do the news. I do have to do the news. I did the song and that was it. Good God. You didn't even have God. the news page open there, did you? I've just seen your screen light up. <laughs> I got the wrong one up. I had the wrong I'm so one. Sorry, up. listeners. <laughs> Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. No, keep it in. Right, starting out in biggest breaking news. Um, first up in gaming, Microsoft has finally bought Activision Blizzard. For nearly a year. <laughs> a big cheer went up. No, Microsoft has finally formally acquired Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard in a $68.7 billion deal. Finally. Fact. Microsoft now owns Blizzard, home to World of Warcraft, and the maker of Diablo series, plus Overwatch, Starcraft, and Hearthstone. But did yeah, you, did, did you see the, uh, the, the the announcement video that they put out on YouTube? And it was basically so like Microsoft now owns, and it, and it was like Activision Blizzard. So it was, and it was, and it had like uh, Activ- Activ- Activision Blizzard King, and then it had you at the end i was just like wait hang on do activision own us now <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that probably that came with the deal well as in as in you as in me yeah why yeah, are you you're now you are now owned by microsoft i don't fucking think so pal but the Absolutely good not. playstation <laughs> <laughs> fact the good the good news about this however is also that bobby kotick has said he will be stepping down on the first of january next year what's a what's a bobby topic bobby kotick is the ceo of activision one of the, scum, oh, the, one of the scummiest man. money-grubbing men 
ever to ever to see you later body topic he's the he's the one that when all the kind of kind of sexual assault allegations were coming out with activision and blizzard stuff he's the one that brushed it tried to brush it aside and basically said no one's saying that it's all lies all lies and then hang on though the internet are brushing all that away anyway this week because of the great news He's the one that tried to bring in all the strike breakers when people at Blizzard and uh, Raven, I think Raven Software as well, tried to go on strike for better conditions. Um, <clears throat> it's a win for Xbox. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uncle Phil's in charge now. It'll all be good. I, I'll, I'll call it as a win. I like a Call of Duty campaign. I just don't I do. play them and now I'll get them for free. I'm like, I'll give it a go. Day one. And free's better than always, the pound I pay for them. Well, I always, I always forget about them by the time they're reducing cost. But if they're out day one and they're in the kind of... No, I always you know, I actively do in the, the week. Talk. The week after a new Call of Duty comes out, I actively go into like CEX or somewhere like that, or cash converters, and actively seek last year's, and they're usually about two to three quid. I get them every time. It's brilliant. Yeah. Can't do I'm... that anymore. It won't be, won't be the same. Well, I'll have to, obviously, they've done with the old place. I bet by that, that point, who gives a fuck anyway? There'll be something else out that can ignore. Yeah. So. Like everything else, it's great. It's great. I mean, again, all contra- controversy aside, and everything, and bitterness, and and fanboyism, and console wars aside, it's we said it. I said it months ago. I went, just let them have it. They've put so much effort in to getting it, <laughs> so much money. <laughs> well, it's it just it's not just those games. It comes with the rights from Spyro, Skylanders, Guitar Hero, and Candy Crush, and Candy Crush massive break, mm. breaks in twenty billion. Dollars alone. Yeah, but the other the other ones aren't that big though. Are they? <laughs> no, I think but... apparently Guitar Hero is coming back. They could monetize it's the shit got a out of that IP as well. Now. Yeah. Yes, and if Biggie had, um, put this news in the right order, I could have gone straight to it. So let me get to it. Activision boss hints at a Guitar Hero revival could be on the cards just before he uh, leaves. Yeah. Uh, VGC points out Kotick's also mentioned Guitar Hero as previous a previous meeting earlier in the year. Where he talked about how AI could have a profound positive impact on our game. Oh, fuck off! You know how? why they're doing how? this though. You know, you know why 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 you saying oh like guitarists come back because Microsoft don't care about fucking wasting money on plastic p- peripherals. <laughs> they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking do what you want. We've got a bottomless pit of money. If you want plastic guitars floating about, yeah, in shape of an X Xbox baby, that's what it's going to be. None of this, none of it on PlayStation. We'll be sat right. over here going, it's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. Here's the thing, and I talked about it on the show before. Just play Clone Hero. You do not need a you don't need a fancy PC to play it. It's basic as fuck software. There's a huge community with thousands and thousands of of um songs. I can trump you, that though. If, just if you want to play it. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> it's easier, you isn't it? That, you could say that about every fucking game. It annoy, that that argument annoys me. Oh, just shoot a real zombie. Yeah, exactly. Go go be a real footballer. Go be a real spy. Like it's not that easy, is it? Like just I want to just pick up a game and fucking. Yeah, it is that easy twi- to buy a guitar and run out and play it though. Well, uh, it's not. I mean, up, not up, well. Up, up to this point, you had you, you had Rocksmith, which is the way you get the guitar, the guitar, the gamified version of learning how to play guitar. But if, because it's Ubisoft, apparently they're taking that down at the end of the month, and you can only get the Rocksmith subscription service, which I'm not fucking doing. Mm. I can't imagine someone, especially of your uh, guitar technique and years of playing it, Gadget, would gain anything from Rocksmith apart from backing tracks. But you say that, actually. It's how I was learning how to play Cliffs of Dover. 
because it's a, yeah, it's, but that's a fucking horrendous song to learn. I know, but it's it's helpful <laughs> to have it being able to break down and like slow it down and stuff like that. So it is actually a really useful tool for learning songs. I remember when my missus bought me a, a subscription to that that piano app on your phone. I went, "What you bought me that for?" This is shite. I know everything. Tell <laughs> learned how to play Misery Business in like one sitting because I just played along with it on the screen. What's listen, that one? Listen, it's a Paramore song. Right. I can't pick up a normal guitar and play Damn. Knights of Sidonia. Perfect. <laughs> Neither can I. Neither I'm, can I feel, Exactly. But I can pick up a classic guitar and play it and feel mint by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can play it with a good effect pedal, I suppose. It's a good so, yeah. Microsoft finally bought them, and with that, we'll get a whole slew of probably. Do we have to discuss this ever again now? Is it, is it done? Is it over? Is the content it's over? It is over. It's done as of, as of Friday the thirteenth. It's done. So oh, the, the next, the only <sighs> thing that we'll have left to discuss is like when Activision games start coming to Game Pass, because they're not quite. The, uh, I reckon I, I, it'll be soon. I reckon it'll be soon. It'll be soon. It's not quite yet. I think they've 2024. put a couple. Yeah. I think they've said. This Mark it in the calendars, guys. The time you can finally play Crash Bandicoot on Game Pass. Like this year's day one. This year's Call of Duty isn't going to Game Pass, but next year's will be. I actually quite find it quite funny that Crash Bandicoot and Spyro used to be Sony kind of characters and mascots, mm. yeah. and now they're on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't they, Crash Bandicoot on, on Saturn as well? Was it on Sega Saturn as well? I think yeah. it was. No, it was, no, it was Tomb, 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 Raider, Tomb Raider that was on Sega Saturn as well. That's it. I know one. Of, yeah, and she became a mascot kind of, didn't she? Yeah. But she was still on Dreamcast and everything. Weird, isn't yeah. it? Sony have never had a good mascot ever. We've got you the Astrobot guy, but they don't use him. They don't use him enough. How how dare you malign the history of Parappa the Rapper? <laughs> Fuck yeah, if he's on the Switch. <laughs> punch, punch, kick. <laughs> kick, kick, punch. They've never had kick, one, kick. have they? Even Xbox, say onion. Xbox has got a cool one. They've got Master Chief. He's fucking cool. You can't argue with Master Chief. He's badass. And Nintendo have got, what's his name? That plumber, that plumber guy. Luigi. Oh, Wario. Wario, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. Um, John Riccitello? Don't know. I don't sure. care if that's wrong. Richie, he's stepping I down think it's, as Riccitello. Yeah, he's stepping down as CEO and president of Unity. There isn't really a story to go with this. It's just a headline bumped in good. there. But good. Congratulations. We tried tried to fuck over this, everyone. So had some good him. news this week, haven't we, yeah. really? It's, it's, it's also worth bearing in mind. It, had a, it, it was with immediate effect, as in mm. not, not quitting, sacked. <laughs> Do you think he's walking out of the office with a plant and a picture frame? I was about to a... say, was Ricky Tello as he got, as he got his stuff in yeah. cardboard boxes? Yeah. And, and then he, he gets to his car, looks back at the office, a little tear, and gets in his Prius and fucks up. Yeah. The, mu- the, the, the music from Incredible Hulk starts probably playing. A, uh, won't be a Prius, will it? It'll be a fucking, what's it called? An Elon Musk car. Be one of Tesla. his cars. Tesla. Tesla, that's it. One of them. Opens the press and goes, what am I going to do now? With his severance package of millions. <laughs> what am I going to do now? I mean, he still hasn't worked, worked his way through the millions he got from a year when he left them. Yeah, fuck off. See ya. <laughs> Next. Well, Candy, you did say we've had some good news. Uh, Starfield's pricey Constellation Edition watches are oh, no. already breaking. <laughs> <laughs> you lot bloody bully me. There's only one reason this is Who in the news. Who story to the news segment? <laughs> Just Awful over twat. a month after release, fans are experiencing numerous issues with the pricey collectible, with some users having completely useless watches. Talks about having a bad t- talk about having a bad time. <laughs> this, this article was written especially snarky as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Oodles, you in particular. I I said before we started recording, you're a terrible, (laughs) terrible friend. I hope that one day when something you love breaks, I'm going to laugh. I broke years ago, mate. I lost use of my penis years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Show me a watch, though. Show me a watch. I'm not wearing it. Oh, because it's fucked. No, it's not. It's charging, actually. (laughs) Although I haven't checked it. It might be fucked. Setting fire to your house. Probably. No, um, I might joke, mate. It does say that uh, Bethesda has been contacted by several users, and while the original Reddit poster has been contacted to send it back, uh, others haven't had the same experience. Um, another user reported to have been exchanging emails with Bethesda support for almost a month now. Is it Android um, Wear Watch? Is it a proper Android no, Wear Watch? It seems to be a firmware issue more than a hardware. Well, that, that, that can be fixed, technically. Yeah, I remember the, uh, the, the, um, the original Pixel Watches had a really a, a bricking firmware thing yeah it's 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 not it's not android wear because it, it works on iphone as well it's a, it's a custom software oh, that, that wear os is great never used it's to a great be. watch and no no it isn't it is now <laughs> it's really good oh that's, that's I mean, I mean, one the, of those the, I mean, aftermarket android watch yeah boy <laughs> i mean the th- i mean the thing is bethesda ha- have had history with this stuff let's let's not forget the canvas bags they did replace the canvas bags. Only when enough people shouted at them and someone threatened to sue them. That watch is also covered with asbestos to keep it watertight and fireproof. <laughs> Not a fact, in case anyone wants to read it out later on and go, who's lying? Just a bit of comedy, guys. Sorry. I'm still a bit bitter. I'm still think, bitter. Do you think he took it personally? <laughs> yeah, I did. Be a comedy, guys. <laughs> Fucking hell, entertainment show my ass. Next. <laughs> Overwatch 2's hotly anticipated Diablo 4 skin is behind a $40 bundle. Sparking <laughs> Backlash launched yesterday. The Lither skin and Moira and the Inarius Inarius skin for Farah are both part of the $40 Ultimate Battle Pass bundle for Season 7. Basically, it's just Blizzard being shit again. <laughs> Do you know what? You mean Microsoft Blizzard? Do you know when you were reading that out then, Stig? You <laughs> sounded no like my mum reading anything I'm into. It made no sense to me. <laughs> all these names and, and so, 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 so what, what's happened is the way... Here, Big, this the, is why we need you, Gadget. Yeah. What's happened is the way Biggie's posted that in, you've got the headline, the sub-headline, all like bleeding into one sentence. It. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously there was the whole thing last year when Overwatch 2 came out and there was like, oh, all the legendary skins are now ones you have to buy rather than like getting a chance to get them in a loot box which pissed people off. Now, they've been teasing for the Halloween um, event, because obviously, spooky month, that they were going to do some Diablo 4-themed skins. And the skins all look really good. And every, and like people want these legendary skins, but the only you can't buy them individually. The only way to get them is to buy this $40 bundle, which is, uh, I mean, you, you get like currency and a couple of other like sprays course, and yeah. tags Standard and all that kind stuff, of thing. Standard stuff, yeah, but it's the fact that you cannot buy them individually, which has fucked so many people off, and it's just... I've asked, I've asked this Blizzard, millions Nick, of times before. Uh, you mean Microsoft Blizzard. But yeah. I've, I've asked this millions of times before, like, does it really matter what you look like in a first-person shooter? No, because... Does it, it really you, matter? I mean, you only see your hands and whatever skins on the I get, weapons, I get so. one in skins for guns, because you see, that's all you do yeah. see, the gun. But the person, it's like... It's, it's just not a world I'm, I'm, I'm in, obviously, but I just find it... Really, because there are people that will have absolutely paid that forty quid. No, no, no oh, bother. Yeah, absolutely, no the bother whales. whatsoever. The like, whales. Yeah, I would love to be this Diablo skin. I don't know what Diablo is, but I love it. Just to have a different skin and never see it. Maybe see it in a loading screen. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just I never I think, understood that. Cars, car, buying car liveries and stuff like that. I understand when you see the creature or the thing, I get it. But when you can't, <laughs> I just don't get it. It's to show off to other people, isn't it? That's mm. what it is. Yeah, yeah that's so. what it must be. It's, it's a dick-waving competition, isn't it? Like, I've got this. I it's got to be, hasn't it? I didn't mind it so much when it was like randomised loot boxes. <clears throat> no, who cares? Yeah, who gives a fuck then? If it's yeah. randomised and no money. But it's, I just... I just you get, no, you, you get no advantage by having this Lilith skin for Moira, although she does no. look very cool, very cool as Lilith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, she, but actually, Moira's design, Moira's bug standard design is pretty cool anyway. She was my main for a while when I, pl- when I still played it. Oh, well, you can start playing it again when you, on your Xbox, baby! No thanks. Next. Uh, next, Disney CEO reportedly being pressured to double down on gaming. It's been heavily reported that Disney's executives are urging CEO boss, <clears throat> sorry, Bob Iger to heavily invest in video games. That's according to Bloomberg in a wider report dealing into the company's current struggles. I think they should just call him Boss Iger rather than Bob Iger. That Boss Iger. <laughs> boss Iger sounds like <laughs> sounds a much like a better Star name for him. <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like a it sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And what, 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 don't, don't you know when Bob Iger walks through the halls, halls of uh, Disney Palace, dum, you get dun dun Absolutely. Do you know the weird thing is though? This is absolutely bang on correct. Like Disney of all the fucking companies on the planet, like one of the biggest companies, and they've franchised their stuff out willy nilly. You can get anything on like a cup or a lunchbox, but they don't do the games that much. And I don't understand. I never understood it. I've they never. Also, it's as also, if the old people in boardrooms don't understand the games industry. No, they wait, don't. Wait, it's it's also because they, they they used to farm out the games to bog standard developers, which would yeah. be, which would mean like back in like the nineties, like their games would be really hit or miss as to the quality of them. yes. Like for, for like they used to do. They had that deal with Virgin, didn't they? And Virgin Virgin Media did a load at load again, but yeah. Virgin Media took the big hit when the games failed. Disney, well, yeah. we just franchised it out. Don't matter. Don't yeah. matter to Disney. Like for for every success like the Lion King and Hercules, you got a load of fucking yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just don't get why they don't go right. This is Disney's full on game studio. It's ours. We're gonna take the brunt if yeah. something happens. They are not skint, and they're gonna get the best of the best and work with the best of the best. And they could turn them IPs into more money than these films they're bringing out that are failing on their ass. I think. I think also make a fortune. I think also, like, I think Bob Iger, I think, caught a lot of flack for, like, Disney Infinity because that was a really expensive thing that flopped and they were just chasing yeah, what yeah. Skylanders was doing. Yeah, but too late, though, wasn't it? Because Skylanders was already leading. Yeah, and the, the, the Toys to Games, the, the thing was already dying out just anyway. In, when just imagine the worlds that could create. Imagine an Elden, Elden Ring style game, all Mickey Mouse. So all the family can play it. <laughs> or, like, I don't know, a really good Disney kart racer. Oh, you not, not <laughs> Yeah, not one sent off to some fucking idiots to make an actual in-house kart racer once with come out. IP. Literally once just come out. Yeah, but it's shite, though, isn't it? I don't know. I've not looked at it. It's not Mario <laughs> Kart. I don't care. The, 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 <laughs> like Nintendo. Nintendo have got that seal of quality. Chocobo GP well, for you all day, isn't it? Fuck yeah, off. GP. But I'm saying they just need to, I don't know, they need to get some in-house work because They've got their own fucking Pixar. They've been working on computers since day one. Well, the part, they've the, got people that can do this. But the, th- the thing is, I don't think they want to set up their own studio. I think they want to buy a publisher like EA or something like that. Let them. Right. The yeah. thing is, they have, like Udall says, they have all this. They have all the IP. Look at the last the Avengers game. And yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, when it first got announced, we, we looked at it we're like, 
that looks wank. It turned out it was, it was actually good. really good. It was actually really yeah. good. Well written. Yeah. Really good fun game. But if you actually put the likenesses of the MCU characters yes. in that, It'd it makes a hell of a lot more money. Yeah. But because yeah. they obviously licensed it out, they didn't have that. So that Avengers, yeah. we've talked about this all the time, but that Avengers looked like it looked like cosplay Avengers. And yeah, it, it looked shy. like cosplay Avengers. Yeah. It didn't play it didn't pay like, terribly, but it put you off every time anyone spoke or looked yeah, at the because camera. They, were, they looked <laughs> it was like awful. weird versions of the MCU characters. They weren't trying they didn't to even be look different. like the comics. They didn't even yeah, look at like least, the comic books. At least <laughs> the Guardians ones kind of changed them slightly so you could, you got away with it, but Yeah. Yeah, you've it's got just, all that, you've got the Disney characters, just, you've got the films. You remember all like, the 20th Century Fox stuff they own, all these other companies that they own. And if they had in-house in-house, and I keep stressing it, in-house, it would make... It would become the biggest game fucking if they did, producers on fucking planet. If they did it like Nintendo... Like or, films. If they did it like Nintendo or Capcom, where they have like four exactly. divisions. And exactly. Just, they would become like, the dominant force. They'd have their own fucking console in no time. Yeah. It's like it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all under the banner of Disney, but it's like Every development Disney studio A, development studio have like, Yes, exactly. Yeah. Every Disney animation used to have like a game with it. Yeah. yeah. And most of them were yeah. pretty good up to like the Some 2000s. of them were really good, yeah. Absolutely. Like Hercules were one, probably the last Action Disney game Interactive games. Yeah, yeah, that was the last Disney Interactive game that I really enjoyed. And Steamboat, well, that um, Mickey Mouse out of time on that were a really good platformer. There's a few. And then they just, they just don't do anything. Mint. Yeah, the Toy Story 2 game was great. Toy Story was great, yeah. They just don't do anything. And it frustrates me because they've got, they, have, they, they are the IP, they've got everything. Well, Kingdom Hearts is basically just Disney now as well. Like, there's no Final Fantasy yeah. stuff in there now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Just do it! <laughs> it's so frustrating. Thing is, as well, do though, it. being Disney now and owning all those, like, 20th Century Fox yeah. stuff, like, they have the they have the rights and the IPs to do a die-hard film or a Predator or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Alien. Do it. They, have, they have the rights to do Imagine all these Imagine a die-hard game. A die-hard game like Max Payne. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, so no, I, I can die, understand why Die Hard Trilogy on the PlayStation is definitive. We don't need another game. We do need yeah, but another. I, I, I can see why they're saying, look, we've got all this. Why aren't we making yeah. games out of them? Mm. Yeah, it's just it's just frustrating. I just don't understand why not. I mean, is Avatar owned by Disney? Because that's a game that's coming out, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it must yeah, be. It but that was, that was sent over to Ubisoft, wasn't it? I don't know. Just make your own fucking team, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on, I know they're listening. I know Bob Iger's listening or Boss Iger's listening. Boss Iger. <laughs> Next. Uh, PS5 has a new look. Smaller PS5 design comes with one terabyte Next. storage for PS5 and PS5 <laughs> digital editions. New model provides option to add an ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive to the PS5 <laughs> digital edition. It's still for more money. really fucking <laughs> ugly. So, so how, how, do you make, how would you make the ugliest yeah, console ugly, ever yeah. created uglier? That, that's <laughs> how you do it. slightly smaller and angular. <coughs> I was like, awful. Why has it got a go faster stripe? And obviously it's because, <laughs> and it's obviously because it's modular, one, side, one side clips off, so they have to make the yeah. other side look. Yeah. So, yeah, symmetrical. It's so fucking... And all of this would have been solved if the whole thing was just black. Yeah. So white, I hate white, white consoles. I think they look shit. <laughs> white tellies, white consoles, white cap, other stuff. No, I suppose not everything white is terrible. Like white paint's good. <laughs> I was worried with where you were going with that one. Um, <laughs> white people, get rid of them. 
The, um, but yeah, no, I don't know. It just looked better black or even like silver or I don't know. I don't but know. The the, so the, the other thing as well is like the vertical stand that the came came with the PS5 that we all have is now a thirty dollar add on. Because it's nice and shiny. Nice, metal but, one, but it? It, it looks it looks like it's made out of a fucking cool tanger. It's like the new console comes with a comes with a horizontal stand, doesn't it? Only that's yeah. all it comes with. And the, the, the horizontal that's stand, basically them saying it's them saying it will fit under your telly this time. Promise. The, <laughs> the horizontal stand for the disc edition, I think it, it just looks like a fucking kickstand for a bike. It's awful. <laughs> you could make your own. You could literally make your own with Lego. <laughs> pile, pile some Lego up to hold it. Oh no. It, I mean, that's the other thing as well. It's like it comes with one terabyte of storage. You tight bastards! Like it currently comes with eight hundred and sixty-five gig of storage. It's like you've <laughs> given you us about 100, 130 gig. You know why they're doing this, though, don't you? Like that they've said, like, oh yeah, it's same cost, it's same price, it's same price. That's just their way of saying, um, like, it, it makes makes us think, oh, it's same price, but it should be cheaper. But they're they're now producing a cheaper console for more money. Yeah. The and sneaky little bastards. Are there, any spec, are there any hardware? It's just cheaper like, to produce. That's what they've, no, they've admitted the, the, it. The, so the, it's the, not like it's not even like a PS4 to PS4 Pro. No, it's just, it's exactly nope. the same console. I think they've fucking pointless. They put some different fans into it, which is how they've been able to make it smaller. Like the airflows <coughs> somehow <coughs> improved me making it smaller. That's it. Function, they had, they said the costs were half, half, half of what the original one was. Yeah, functionally, it is exactly the same as the current PS5. And yeah. it, this just replaces that. So, and it's the same price. And the discless one's dearer than the discless one we got now. By a tenner, yeah. A tenner's a tenner, mate. I know. That's ten so, bumbles, that. So, the, the, the only important question, though, when you're getting one, Candy. <laughs> yeah, when you get I one, knew man. that was coming. Although I will get the PS5 uh, Pro if there is one coming out. Pro's there's different. Got, got, That's an upgrade. Got a one. Yeah. That, that 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 no one no one ever slags anyone off for getting an, an upgrade. But also, that's all, different. It's completely yeah, and different. Like, and also with the pro, you'll trade in your current one against yeah. exactly. So you'll pay like 150 quid or something for it. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah, fine. Normal. This is exactly the same one, and it's fucking ugly. I'll get a fucking pro. I want a pro. You know what I mean? I mean, I want to get rid of the fucking PlayStation. I want to get rid of the whole ecosystem <laughs> if I could. It's a fucking mess. So, so, so I hate that I've got 900 games on it. <laughs> So what, have you cancelled your pre-order for the PlayStation Portal, have you? <laughs> no comment. The, pro- the, the problem with getting rid of the current PlayStation is the crane and, and flatback hire that you need. Yeah. I know. It's going to cost a fortune, man. <laughs> Got to yeah. take your window out of the room to get it out <laughs> there. And I'm looking at the box that this PS5 came in, this big box above my wardrobe. It's huge! <laughs> and I walked home with that, and I can't believe it. it looks I use like it as an extra bedroom. Your back's not been the same since. Yeah. It's fucking massive. And then I've got it. I'm like, it can't be that big. I've got it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that big. But yeah, this is just worst, a fucking spin. Worst, spin. worst part about taking cheap. the PS5 out of the box is remembering how good it was to unbox the Series X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Series that X. That was an experience. So. Didn't they have that like flat? They had weird so flat premium. Stuff, cool stuff, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. The, the, it the was series- presented to you. The Series X was absolutely designed for YouTubers to do unboxing videos for. And I think I When I got my. um. Series S, I open it and it got a little card saying like "Thank you for purchasing." I was like, "That's lovely that," and it comes in and it's got, it comes in like some like wrapping paper, yeah. And you pe- peel it yeah. up, and I was like, "That was such a lovely little experiment." They've always done that. I mean, I I remember PS5 the three sixty, the three sixty, <laughs> yeah, the three sixty S. Was it the S Elite thing I bought? And that was, I bought that brand new years after it come out, and that still felt a lot more premium than the PS. 
three. Pull it out of the box. <laughs> Stop playing it. Awful, man. Awful. Uh, next. Next. Uh, Lords of the Fallen on Xbox is the worst version at launch. Go, Xbox. <sighs> Go, Xbox. Another win for Xbox. Xbox upcoming Lords of Fallen reboot has been highly anticipated by the Souls like fandom. It hasn't. Uh, but <laughs> we, re- we remember the last one. But it seems that Xbox oh. owners will have to wait a little bit. The developers have thanked fans for excitement before seemingly warning Xbox Series owners they'll have don't to wait a bit longer before playing. Don't buy our, don't buy our game. It's getting patched it's in the coming to be good, game. This new coming one. days. It's supposed to be really good. I'm not. I'm not going to win. I, I, oh no! After it, the last one, I don't trust them. <laughs> it's 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 proper mixed reviews on it. Well, uh, when, when there's a game like Lies of Peace still sat out there, and I haven't, I haven't played yet. I'm not going to go for Lords of the Fallen, am I? Uh, what's it currently sat on on Open Critic? It was like an eighty odd, wasn't it? Uh, average critic is sixty nine. Only sixteen percent of critics recommend it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> swerve enemies. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't really like Souls clones, really. Oh, fuck's sake, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the original. That's the original because it's got the same name. Because it's got the same yeah, name. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I got off, I was looking actually on, right. on Twitter. Someone said, if you want, if you're a content creator and you want a code, contact us. And I looked up Metacritic and I looked at the score and went, nah, I can't be bothered with that. And now I've realised that it was, it was the, the old original, one. wasn't so, it? Yeah. So so the current one is a 75, 75 critic average. Um but like some of them rate it really low. Like Eurogamer rated it a two out of five. Yeah, and some are rating it higher than it, higher than that you you you'd normally six, see for something yeah. like this. Sixth Axis gave it a four out of ten, but God is a Geek and IGN both gave it eight out of ten. Like it yeah. is all over the place with the scores. I usually trust God is a Geek as well. They're my go-to at the moment because I know they're independent. But uh, and I'm I, friends with some of them. That is I collusion. Wa- fact. I w- I watched some videos of it and it just. It looks dull. Like it looks just like I. It's it's one of the things I think they still don't get what makes the Souls games tick. Yeah, and give the bosses more health. That doesn't make it fun. Exactly, make it fun. It's kind of what it feels like they've done. They've just kind of thrown a load of HP at the bosses and made them hit you hard. We've got Liza P to look forward to, haven't we? Because that that's good. Yeah, Liza 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 P is reviewed really well. I think you're a game of given essential. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that for Christmas. I think. That one seems to have understood what makes a souls like a souls like. Yes, the atmosphere, the exploration, the actual good the combat, the challenge. Maybe controversial opinion, but don't make a souls game. They already make them. Do you mm. yes. do something? Do you mean, I just said that recently, didn't we, mate? We were like, yeah. try something different. They already do souls games. You don't need to be. This is a souls game, but yeah, don't, they already do them. Do your own. It's thing. a genre now, though. You've just got to accept it, haven't you? Really, it's a shame because mm. it's on net. Like me and Kurt both agreed on the um, Blasphemous Two. It didn't need to be a Souls like at no, all. It could have been a, just a Metroidvania. And if only it would. I think it would have been better to not have been one. I mean, that, I mean that that was that was my criticism of the first Blasphemous that it yeah. didn't need a corpse run mechanic. Just fucking get killed, no. start again. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, on, it's just a buzz, isn't it? It's a buzz at the moment. But yeah, fuck it. Next. Next, we are on to TV and film. Sakafra says that studios are refusing to continue negotiations. Studios made an offer worth less than the one proposed before the strike. Uh, they refuse to protect actors from being replaced by AI and demand use of a performance digital replica for an entire cinematic universe of franchise. 
Uh, what sag proposed would cost the studios less than 57 cents per subscriber each year. Wow. I mean, we saw, we saw it happen with the writer's strike. They will cave eventually. Yeah, yeah they have they to. It's costing them more money to... <laughs> Than, it, than what they're actually we were asking so close, for. Though, it makes no we? Sense. we were so fucking close. And like, imagine this week if we'd have, we'd have closed a Microsoft Activision, we'd have closed the sag strike. Everything would have just been a beautiful week of everyone celebrating, but no. No, nope, we're not allowed it. Apart from, apart from the Starfield watch. watches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apart, from, apart from the Starfield watches. But I'm celebrating that because I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's a shame, but it'll get there. It's just... It's costing the studios more money. It makes no sense to me, but never mind. Take your time. Take your time, yeah. guys. We're, we're with you. We're with you. Next. Uh, Netflix animation unit is set to be restructured, including layoffs and a shutdown of two films currently in pre-production. The streamer is now looking to acquire films from third-party producers rather than producing more in-house, which oh, I don't... Why? It makes sense to me because Their, their animated content is the best stuff the best they've stuff. done. Yeah. <laughs> By far. It's the best stuff they do in like, films and TV. Like Cas- well, Castlevania, Nimona. Um, I'm sure that they put a lot of money into um, Cyberpunk. Arcane. Cyberpunk. Like all this stuff is like the highest rated and the stuff that people actually subscribe to Netflix for. I didn't know this, but they funded One Punch Man as well. Not fully, but they they funded a lot of the One Punch Man. The, I think it might be the funded the release. I think the fu- the the, the, fun- the funding translation the produ- maybe funding the production translation of the. New series that's being made at the minute. Ah, oh, right. I think just, as yeah, well they've put money into um, into Mitchell's versus the Machine as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. These good. I think they put money into that. Film. Yeah, this is baffling because they only have one, in my opinion, one, maybe two or three decent um, live action stuff per year, but their animated stuff is hit upon hit upon hit upon hit. I think people aren't watching them. Genuinely, and they're 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 making careers for some directors and some producers. Yeah, I just think people like watching them. That Love, Sex, and Robots. Do you watch that? Yeah, yeah, so good. Loved it. So I fucking thought good. about fifty percent of it was good. There was some real fucking dross in there. <clears throat> yeah, but there is in everything in but there. The, but I, the, I don't know. The, the, just... John, the John Scalzi <sighs> episodes, the three robots. Mm. Oh, it's so good in it. Yeah, I just I, why don't why can't they separate the companies and have two separate apps? Then they can see a real. So, I'm looking see at a, like real stats. I'm looking at my list of like Netflix, how I rank Netflix films on my letterbox, and there's a load of animated ones in here. And I just looked in, and I was like, "My Father's Dragon." I was like, "Was that a Netflix one?" It they must have funded part of it. Must the top re, the top review says Netflix, please stop not marketing your animation movies, <laughs> yeah, and then wondering please. why viewership is low on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, 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 that was that was the thing with Nimona. Like I only heard about that because of Gandhi. Mm. reviewing it we've said it before if it's not Stranger Things they don't care oh, it's so they frustrating. just don't care so frustrating because their their TV output like their, their their original films apart from a handful of them are usually a bit shit yeah, yeah. like they put out quite a lot of low rent films and they'll put they've out they've only really had a couple of good like, ones a year but then they'll persist really with the fucking Witcher where they've got a fucking which, is, which has been getting worse every season. Yeah, when they've got a showrunner who doesn't actively like the, the source material. Yeah. The thing is, like, they've, they've, had, they've had every, every, this is the thing, every year they've had a breakout hit regardless. Like, you've had your Squid Games, you've had your Tiger Kings, you've had your, 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 your bloody um, Stranger Things. You've, there's always been 
something. Even like Altered Carbon season one was a hit. Ah, oh, they fucked that. Do you know what massively. I mean? They've always had a breakout hit. Yeah, but never enough to keep keep the year settled, keep the year going. And that's what these cartoons have been doing. These animated stuff. I've been like. I've been wanting, you know this, I've been wanting to cancel my Netflix subscription for about two years, but there's always something that just drags me back in just ever so slightly. Ridiculous, man. And they just don't care, and it's a shame. <sighs> Fucked. Yeah. Bring back love film. <laughs> 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 well, I can say. Next. Uh, Michael Mann has um, said that his next film will be Heat 2. I bet, I bet Biggie put that in, didn't he? <laughs> No, I did, but... Um, oh, did you? I said, Michael Mann has offered an update on Heat 2, saying he intends to make the prequel sequel of his classic 1990 film, 1995 crime thriller, as his next movie after Ferrari. Yeah, Heat's really good. Does it deserve? Does it need a sequel? Apparently the book Pro- is really good. So yeah, if, I, want, if, I want to be proven wrong. If he's going to come back and he knows the character, yeah. he knows that world, he wrote the book, so... Yeah, yeah it's, it's, no it's, one it's better his to baby, really isn't it? do it, is it? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd, be, I'd like to be proven wrong with stuff like this. I always do. Apparently, yeah, the rumour is Adam Driver is going to play the younger De Niro character. I can see it. Bit tall, bit too tall for De Niro, but yeah. we can we can we can forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Gargarinas! I wonder if he's going to do me like that. <laughs> 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 that's Pacino. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. You know, they're, they're both in it though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they're both filming. So fucking good though. I've only seen it, I think I've seen it like one and a half times. The shootout like, in I, it is incredible. Yeah, I, 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 like, I like the beginning of it where it's so like noir, even though it's in, is it Florida? Is that? I think it's Florida. LA. LA. LA, yeah. It's all, even though it's all nice, it's still quite noir in it. It's quite like a, it's, it's really, yeah, it's good. It's good. I might, might watch that again. It's good. Next. Uh, after three days of streaming, as of the time of that report, uh, Loki season two is the second most viewed premiere on Disney Plus, only behind The Mandalorian season three. Um, I think it had something like ten million views. Have you watched it yet? I've watched the first episode. I've not watched the second one yet. I haven't watched any of them yet. The first, I thought the first was really good. If you like season one, it pretty much kind of takes on that kind of. Well, feel, you can look listen aesthetics. to my thoughts on season one on our podcast. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> if you like season one, if you like season one, I don't know why you wouldn't like this from the first episode. I don't know where it's going to go, but like the characters, you know, they're still like yeah. interacting well with each other. The aesthetics, you know, of that kind of fifties bureaucracy kind of building and all that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. You know, that, that's TVA. still all there. And there's yeah, and then it's got uh, <laughs> what's his name, Cookie Kwan, Q Kwan, Q Kwan, Q Q Kwan. That's it. Uh, Cookie Kwan. Cookie Kwan. <laughs> God, could get cancelled. Who's he playing? One. Uh, he's playing some guy like down in the deep depths of the TV. I can't remember his name, but he's really good. Or a really fun. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Cool. 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 With um, that. Yeah, good old Cookie. Um, <laughs> cookie. Kwan. Also. I'm sure. I'm sure that, I'm sure that is a character. Hey, right. When you're when you do Biggie's breaking news, you have to take on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you have do. to take yeah, on yeah. that persona. Yeah. Simpsons. That's yeah. it. Cookie Quans from The Simpsons. That is. <laughs> it's a re- re- real estate agent that Marge works with. Yeah, it's the Biggie effect. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Once, once Don't the blame news him, bit, once the news ends, I'll, I'll be back to normal. Sure, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next. 
Speaking of Marvel, Marvel has let go all of the writers and directors from Daredevil Born Again as the series will go into a tire, tire creative reboot. <laughs> what the fuck is this about? <laughs> they filmed half of it as well. The show that's finished. meant to go 18 weeks. Fucking hell, it was finished. They were wrapping it up, they were doing editing. So there was a, there, This there is was, insane. There was a news story that came out this week that um, apparently the reason why a lot of the Marvel TV series have um, gone to shit of late is that they don't commission things the way normal TV series get commissioned. No. So, so, so normally with a TV series, uh, you know, you, you go to NBC, ABC, production companies, whoever, you pitch it, you do a pilot, so you get like 100 grand to do a pilot. Yeah, and then they decide to season, don't you? Yeah. No, what Disney have been doing is getting uh, movie directors in and giving them a $150 million budget to, to, and just make it. It's because it doesn't go on cable or anything like that. It goes straight on their service, yeah, doesn't but, it? So. Yeah, yeah, but the, 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 what they're doing is they're, they're, they're getting people who don't work in TV to make these, yeah, the these longer-form stories. To make these longer form stories over like 10, 15 hours, where it's people oh, who are used so to working in like to up to three hour uh, runtimes. Yeah, yeah. To I was fair, so looking forward to this. Which explains um, why, why some of the series have weird pacing issues. Like She-Hulk was great, but it had some weird pacing to it. How dare you? I, like, I, I, I really liked it. That, I was going to say, to be fair, when like people complain, oh, this explains why they're shit. Bit, I don't think Secret Invasion out of the last few was shit. And I can't say it's shit because I've only seen the first two episodes because I got and bored. Falcon Winter must be Sol shit. Falcon Winter Soldier was boring. <laughs> no, Secret Vision is the the worst thing in the whole of the MCU. Kind of is it not even worth watch it carrying on about it? Is. No, it's terrible. I, it's I got to episode thing. two and I was like, "This is shite." Like I was just yeah. so bored with it. Something had to go <laughs> bottom eventually. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like well, some people. I, I, some I people liked, like Falcon um, Winter Soldier, don't they? Yeah, I liked. Um, she-Hulk, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the backlash to that was Miss Marvel were good. I liked Miss Marvel. I liked the characters in that. WandaVision. I loved WandaVision. Um, I, we loved Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight was good. Yeah. I did Moon, Moon Knight. Knight. I don't get Moon, the backlash. Moon Knight was so different compared TV. to other stuff. The films, we've discussed the films. Mm. That's another matter. But I thought the TV stuff was doing really well, personally, but... I think it's just people. Again, they're just burnout. out. No Mandalorian, and, is it? And there's a bit of jealousy among people that don't have Disney Plus and everything or don't want to subscribe to Disney Plus and, you know, just a little oh, bit of that. And I think there's DC maybe like a bit of burn, burnt outness from not just a view of it, from the writers and everything as well. Like, where can we go with Marvel now that's different? Uh, I always said when the first announced of which, it, Candy. I, said the, I said the multiverse stuff wouldn't be a good hit and it's not been a hit so far, has it? Speaking of which, where do they go? Mr. Feige has hinted that reboots uh -oh. and people could characters could come back after Secret in <laughs> Secret <laughs> Wars. Robert Downey Jr. is coming back out of retirement. No, just different variations of them. It wasn't confirmed, but it was hinted that they might do it. Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. Yeah. Finally, we'll get it. So this oh. thing will never end because they'll never allow characters to die. <sighs> Anyway, people, next. Pe people say that, though, but Batman's been going on since the 60s. I Let's mean, maybe, maybe it means we'll get another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Come on, don't, don't, don't give me hope. I'm still all in for a Daniel Radcliffe Wolverine. I think he'd Shut be great as Wolverine. No, he'd be brilliant. <laughs> he would. He's the right height. Yeah. And he, and he's dead. He's dead. And he's jacked. <laughs> he's back. He's, he's back. back. <laughs> 
He's much better oh. these days. He's yeah. much better these days. Fuck off. And he's a complete yeah. nutter as well, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. He's also he's really back, hair, weirdly hairy. He is. <laughs> very hairy arms. Perfect for Wolverine. <sighs> Perfect for Wolverine. Um, Next. Um, Halloween Cinematic Universe is being envisioned. Next. To potentially launch over film and TV. Miriam Max <laughs> have won the bidding rights beating A24. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck off. Is How many the more times the, can we the see Halloween Michael film? Myers? Yeah, the character, the Halloween universe. Because they were, it what was always universe? supposed to be, wasn't it? It was always supposed to be. So you remember that um, Halloween 3 was nothing to do with Michael Myers. It was the mask. Season of the Witch. Yeah. Fucking great, that film. But they, yeah. I mean, that was always meant to be, that That was their plan in the first place. It was always meant to be the case that it was supposed to be an anthology Something different, films, yeah. But Michael Myers was I've so... Seen three, I've seen three Halloween films. The first one, Season of the Witch and H2O. That's it. And about there's about 20. The only one yeah. I've seen is H2O, so... I, I kind of enjoyed well. I enjoyed H2O. I like H2O I like for, it. for its, like, 90s, 2000s aesthetic. Charm. Yeah, I did. I liked it. But that got I don't really like slasher films, so... Season of the Witch is my favourite one. <laughs> great. I think just, what, the first one is... The first one's great. Yeah, the first one is yeah. still brilliant. Especially the, the music and stuff. So, mm. so, so, so not Halloween ends, then? Sorry, what? So oh, it clearly didn't. So not, clearly not, didn't. Not, not end, Halloween did ends then. <laughs> I've, 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 I've forgotten that. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that was fucking trash. I'm Awful. so glad my wife's not into trashy horror films because I'd kill myself, mate. I'm telling you. Fucking hell, noodles. I just I can't I've deal with it, mate. It's all of the Halloweens, apart from maybe like five and six. I just. I've always preferred Jason Voorhees, to be honest, and Freddy Krueger. Oh, even his films are wank. Yeah. I know, but they're, they're <clears throat> deliberately wank. Freddy Krueger films, there's, there's like far no, no, Freddy the, Krueger the films. Friday, the Friday the 13th ones. Yeah. The shit. Jason Voorhees there's, wasn't there's a... even in the first one. He, just he became... wasn't, was he? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's the he one good one. His mum! It was his mum! It's a spoiler for a 40-year-old film. <laughs> his mum and Kevin Bacon were in it. That's a <laughs> Kevin Bacon gets killed. question in Scream, innit? Yeah. Next. You've seen uh, Friday the 13th 3. It's a 3D film and you have shit flying yeah. at the screen at you. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> what, about, what about Jason X in space? Oh, that was a good one. Nice. <laughs> 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 My friends went to see that. Right. <laughs> and they came out. He becomes, and was, it becomes Nano Jason. He gets Nano Battles on him. And blah, 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 blah. They went to go see that film uh, and I couldn't go with them. And they came out and they went, they sent me a message saying, we're blaming you for us watching that. I was like, why? Because we just are. Like, <laughs> I got they the needed someone to blame you. Were yeah, they needed someone to blame. It's like I wasn't there. The, 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 the thing is, the rules with Friday the 13th, I've always found them weird. I said it's a bit of a tangent, but the fact is, as long as you don't do underage drinking or sex with, without, um, b- before you get married, he won't kill you. Yet they still have to have a shag and drink some Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> You'll survive, guys. Just don't do it. Keep it in don't your pants. Do it. He's such a Christian. He's a lovely guy, he's Jason. He's lovely. Yep. Just, just a religious bloke. <laughs> Next. Uh, speaking of A24, rumours are that the new business model will be to seek out and do more big budget franchise films instead of more instead of like quirky indie films. No. I think this is a tragedy, me. Yeah. This is an absolute tragedy. What, 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 what are going to be a Fast and Furious 11 through A24 or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they, they also did specifically say it's like franchise and action films. It's like, really? Oh, A24? Did, did, did Bo is Afraid do so badly for you? Like, A24's <laughs> Transformers 7. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> the Curious films Case of Bumblebee. Really well, Their films make money because they're such low budget. That... Yeah, like, like, like what, what was it? Everything Everywhere All at Once was like a budget of like 20 million or something like that, and it's made hundreds. It's a shame, man. Yeah. But <sighs> fucking chasing the dollar. Gotta be go, some, aren't you? Gotta go. Be some wanker at the top. Just Absolutely it will yeah. be. Yeah. It's, it's Bob Iger. He's got a new job. <laughs> boss Iger. He's got a new job. Right. <laughs> big, big Boss Iger. It's Bobby yeah, Kotick. He's gone to A24. <laughs> <laughs> now your A24 films come on loot boxes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just don't know what film you're going to get when you go to the cinema. Ooh. Everything Everywhere All at Once 2, now with Battle Pass. <laughs> yeah. Everything oh, Everywhere God. at a price. <laughs> yeah. oh, Definitely. Imagine that, Oodles. Imagine a film company putting out three films, but you, you, don't, know know, you get. don't know which one you're going to get. You just have to go, and it's potluck watch. Which Imagine one you get. if they made <laughs> these cool? films. That they're all linked as well. Cool. They're all linked in some kind of mythos. Yeah. And you just don't know which one you're going to get. To be fair, that actually does you... sound like something A24 would do. That yeah. sounds like really yeah. interesting. It all sounds like, like something me and Stig are going to have to do now. All the filmed from like different perspectives. It all part. It's all part of the same, same story, thing. but oh, different yeah. things. Oh, like yeah. One, we... one, film's, one film's from the killer's perspective. One's from the, right. the quirky little teen teen. Copyright in that is ours. idea. This is, ours. Ours. It's on, it's this is ours. It's on records. This is ours. Yeah. <laughs> it is the 15th of October, 2023. The year of your Lord. This is ours. Right, this is I'm get, hours. I'm getting on to chat GPT tonight to write it up. <laughs> yeah, write it up. <laughs> All right, next. Next. Uh, just quick one, Star Trek Prodigy is moving over to Netflix following its cancellation from Paramount+. Plus. Not like it's going to survive on Netflix. Season one uh, drops later this year. Season two is coming out in 2024. Paramount+, Plus have already sacked it off. So what? It's, 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 mad, it's mad that they sacked it off before it even came out. The annoying thing is, like Star Trek Prodigy was supposed to get the kids into Star Trek because it's a it's children's anime, children's one in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. But it's, it it involves um, Chakotay from Voyager um, yeah. going back to the Delta Quadrant with a, a young crew. The thing and is, like Netflix, do, Netflix have them... had prior, haven't they? They've had prior with Star Trek. They, that's where Discovery started. Discovery started on there, yeah, and then they, that went back to Paramount. Then Discovery died on its ass and. Um, is it Brave well, New well, Worlds? Well, well, Brave no, no. New Worlds. Discovery, that's, that's a fantastic spin-off. Discovery finished. Discovery had a five-season run. It finished. The story definitively ended. And then they had Strange New Worlds spun off from that. And then you also got Lower Decks doing sitting... Kind just, of a spin-off. It's not a spin-off. It's canon. But it's, it's, it's thing. But it's sitting after the next generation. So, you, so what, yes. you, what you've got is you've got the pre-Kirk Trek and the post-Picard Trek doing their own things. Um, wow. And it's it's great that expand the universe and Star Trek Prodigy. I've I've seen clips of it, like the stuff that's been released in America that hasn't been out over here yet, and it looks great to get the kiddos in in Star Trek. Yeah, it, of course it does. Yeah, when are they going to uh, reboot Enterprise? The, the, the much maligned. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> any new tra- any new live action Trek now needs to be future. Sick of yeah. everything being in the past. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, where we can have new, we can have new creatures, new worlds, new aliens. New yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a strange, I new, a strange new worlds is doing excellent work. It's, oh, it's such a brilliant. good show. It's such it, a good show. It is restricted by its time frame. It is restricted by yeah. its time, but they're doing interesting things with it. And the musical episode, I think, is fucking stunning. So I think good. ultimately, because we all like know what's going to happen to, we all know what's going to happen to Captain Pike. That's its downfall. 
that's the ultimate downfall of of a fantastic show. We know his outcome. And the, and, and, and the fact that they've put Kirk in as a character. As, as Scott, a Scott, yeah. Spock, yeah. Scotty, yeah. Uhura. We, we, like know, we know the outcome of it. It's, yeah. it's a shame as well. And even Pike knows his own outcome. That's the weird thing. He knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but that hair. So fucking, that hair on Anson oh, Mount. Oh, Anson Mount's a stunning young man. Fucking jealous that someone can look that good. Thanks, mate. I've got hair. his hair. I could have that Anson Mount hair. No, you couldn't. I can't. No, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. You cut it before yeah. it got long enough. Yeah. Next. Uh, so Michael Caine, 90. Michael Caine? Announces his retirement from acting. He's not dead, guys. I know we say retired. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> actually, actually As of recording, he has not died because we speak about people and then they die the week after. As of recording, Michael Caine, a nosy neighbour, is still alive. What happened to so Coolio don't blame after us. you did karaoke oodles? This is what I'm saying, mate. <laughs> this is just... I did not kill Michael Caine. I respect Michael Caine. <laughs> Living legend. Living legend. Coolio, that was a miss... I mean, the, the case is still ongoing. I can't speak about this active trial. I can't say no more about Coolio. But we're not killers. I just, I just don't want to be killers because we keep killing folk. Mm. I don't want to. Anyway, he says... Uh, I keep saying I'm going to retire. Well, I am now. I figured I've had a picture where I've played the lead and incredible had incredible reviews. What am I going to do to bet to beat this? You don't have leading men at ninety, and he's current. No. He's got a new film out called The Great Escape, and it'll be his final film. Can you read that again, but in his voice? No, <laughs> <laughs> the Great Escaper. This is going to be this That's is going to be good be though, because like impression. one of his first films was Great Escape, wasn't it? And it's like. Is he leading. in the Great Escape? I don't think he's in the Great Escape. Oh, he's not, is he? It's Steve no. McQueen. Steve McQueen, man. You're thinking of the Italian Fuck. job. Italian job, yeah. Oh, it would have been good if he was time. in... Yeah, yeah. They're both good films. They are both great films for his time. Some of the best films Fuck. in the 60s. But um, the, the Great Escape yeah. sounds fantastic because it's it, it's telling that true story of a, um, of a Normandy survivor. Yes. Who wanted to go to the? It was something like the seventieth anniversary of the of the Normandy landing, yeah. the D Day landings, and he just fucked off from his care home and made his way to yeah. northern France. I was, and apparently, <laughs> yeah. it's a really good story. But he's playing that guy who just like decided... and the northern France bits are set where Biggie lives as well. Exactly. Yeah, he's, I think you see Biggie in the background. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would, I mean, fair, fair, play, fair play to him. He's ninety. I'm so... definitely going to go watch Michael Caine's last film. Definitely. Just I was out of like, respect because. Yeah. Living legend. Yeah. At this point of recording. Also, also, like, I always love Michael Caine's just point of view on things. Like, you know, he did that Jaws the Revenge or whatever. He says... He's just, <laughs> did it for an holiday. Yeah. I've never seen the picture, but I've seen the house that it built. I'm like, fucking crack yeah. on, mate. <laughs> he, he did it for a holiday and a lot of money. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. I, I love it. I, I've always thought he was... But even in his later, like, when he, when he played... He's, he's the best Alfred we've ever had on Batman. The size of a tangerine. I love it. He's brilliant. I, I love him. He's fantastic. I just and he's great in the all of Nolan's films that he's in, mm. isn't he? He's not always in them for a long time for a lot of it because obviously he's an old bloke. But he when good, he's in it, he's got that yeah, gravitas. He was, was good in Interstellar. I really oh, like him yeah, in Interstellar. He was. Just the scientist guy. Yeah, whose name escapes Mr. Nasser. Mr. Nasser. John Nasser. John Nasser. <laughs> <laughs> Next, bless him. Next, a uh, little bit of music news. I had to put this in. Taylor Swift's The Error Tour dances to number one at the box office. Next. I in Joker's film record. Um, the, show, the Showtimes helped... Huh? 
You've missed half the article here, I think. I have, yeah. Uh, basically, it's earned $39 million on one day. It's the second biggest ever for October, behind Joker's 39.3. Internationally, it's estimated to have earned somewhere between 31 and $33 million on its opening day, bringing its global total to a range of $126 million to $130 million. It's a... F- Swifties are in a fucking <laughs> cult. Yeah. You've seen the fucking... That's got to be the, the, the most successful concert film of all time, Oh, it? yeah, it is. Yeah, it will be, yeah. yeah. Automatically. But, like, the, the, the videos that people are taking in the cinemas of, like, fucking 12-year-old girls dancing in a ring in front of the screen is like, it's a cult! Yeah. It's like, fun, though. I'd be annoyed. If, if I'd be annoyed at that. Why would you be annoyed if you go into that concert? That's what it's for. No, if I went to the cinema and people were dancing, I'd be annoyed. If Taylor Swift decides one day it's that my... she wants to take over the world, the Swifties will murder for her. Really? Yeah, it does that doesn't make sense, though, because if you're going to a Taylor Swift concert, that's what it's for. She's told people to dance and sing like that. Yeah. And actually, when people were taking the piss out of this, there was a guy on TikTok who brought, did a great example. I'm not taking the piss. No one, yeah, no, but like a lot of people are. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Right? People get yeah. up and sing. Right. Right. Dance and sing and join in with the film. That's all it is. It's just that they're mental, and also because they all screech. They yeah. screech so much. That, that's that's, that's, that's singing, the difference. They scream and girls. screech. Yeah, it's not right. twelve-year-old girls. It's middle-aged women I, 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 <laughs> as well. Why are they so obsessed with her? What's she got? What's she? What's the, what's the X factor she's got? She's as a, as a fan, Stig. She just writes really Is good pop music. Is? Oh no, it's not. I'm not. I don't. I don't mean the songs. I'm music. I mean, I get when I used to understand when people screaming at like One Direction and stuff because they wanted to fuck them. These middle-aged women. They wanted to fuck these ch- children. But with Taylor Swift, I just um, yeah, probably is. It's just star power, isn't it? It's like it's, oh my it's, god, it's star power. She is powerfully inoffensive. Like she. That's is... what I said to Stig once. I mean, she's never done out wrong, has she? No, like the worst thing that she's ever she's done. She's a goodie. The worst thing that she's ever done is apparently date some weird guys, and and th- but then who appara- hasn't? Apparently, some of her best albums work has come out of that. Apparently, there most, of fa- most of her fans really hate Jake Gyllenhaal for some reason. <gasps> I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Did he? That's why. Um, uh, but yeah, probably because yeah. he's twice her age. Fucking none. I, mean, I, I, I do quarry. It's funny though. <laughs> she literally said like. Um, I found the quote, yeah, I can't remember it. The worst kind of person is someone who makes you feel bad, dumb, or stupid for being excited about something. So there's not wrong with there's not wrong with proper enjoying something. I just it's the fervor that frightens me a little bit. Like Gadget says, it's almost cult like. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've is. seen this it's before. I've seen this kind of thing before. It was the Manson family. When she started her Eras tour in, in the States. There were loads what are you of saying? Eras to oh, in the era, era of time. Yeah, era, she's, yeah. she's right. doing songs from all seven of her albums. Right, um, I get you. The, there's videos, so you get, you get people like in the stadium, like singing along with it. And there's what, like hundred thousand people in these because she's, she's doing like football stadium Wembley's. kind of things. Yeah, and then there's twenty thousand people outside the stadium singing along. Fuck off! Like yeah. that's why it's culty. She <laughs> like, people get can't get t- tickets. So what if just, there is subliminal messages? What if she is just Satan? standing in the street outside or in the car park singing along to the ambient noise of the concert coming over the top of the stadium? <laughs> Last time I saw this this kind of fervor, it was uh, Adolf Hitler, Tadolf Switler. <laughs> she's coming for you guys. <laughs> she, she's the Führer. <laughs> 
She's um yeah, but it's it's uh, to be fair. She's nice and blonde as well. Mm. I know we don't get into politics, but it really, but it's helped on that front because yeah. she's come out against yeah against the likes of Trump and said I need people, I need you to go and vote and make sure you vote the right side of history. And the day after she said that, thirty five thousand new registered voters. Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's a positive. That's a that's a positive the, the, part the, of the, fame, the, yeah. the cost of Scottish. And they all vote for Trump. <laughs> the cost of Scottish fold cats has gone up in America because she has three Scottish fold breed cats. <laughs> wow! Imagine having that much power. She's bigger than the Pope, isn't that's she? What, that's what I'm saying. If she decides to take over the world, they will murder for her. So the we Swiss need to Army. get her to endorse uh, modern escapism. In then well, let's send her a T-shirt or something. I'll be safe. You you are oodles. You'll be dead. I can pretend. I can pretend. I'll be like, oh, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah, that one about the song about the thing. <laughs> Taylor Swift. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be great at that. I can I can wing it. I can wing it. Love Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Taylor Swiftler. Mm, love her. <laughs> love her. Mind Fiora. Anyway, on to the weird world, weird world web, because this new section is going on. Um, the Lith- Lithuanian penis-flavoured potato chips could be yours for just $7. Mm. Okay, Are they from Lithuania, or do they taste of Lithuanian penis? Could you tell nah, the difference? They all, taste the, they all taste the same candy. <laughs> <laughs> Lithuanian snack company Chaz. One day. And uh, it's just has just released a new collection of penis and vagina-flavoured potato chips. Mm. Both pussy-flavoured and dick-flavoured chips oh. <laughs> are, not meant, are not meant for personal use. That's Is that not prong cocktail? Prong cocktail and salt and vinegar, surely. <gasps> no, they, they, they actually do taste... They've tried to make them taste like what they say they taste like. I can tell you now. Regarding some taste, taste, some taste very different to the others. Trust mm. me, I'm an expert. Both pussy flavored and dick flavored potato chips are delicious, and will be and will be loved by the majority of those who try them. Having said that, these are not your typical run of the mill flavors. So personal experience may vary. Is there pubes in them? <laughs> <laughs> Make it more authentic. Picking my teeth. Like a day later, you're like, why have I got a cold sore? Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's like a prize huh. if you find a crab in it. <laughs> oh, disgusting. I'd try it. Pussy ones come with some red dip. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's disgusting. Told you, I'm stepping into the biggie shoes. Get me out of here quick. That's what he would say. That is the news. <laughs> Fucking hell, a lot's happened this week. But we needed it. We needed this release. We needed this release. Um, let's go on to the main show. Before you saw that, just that company's name, Chaz, it, it, it's got to be pronounced like Chaz. Chaz. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Do you want some dick-flavoured snacks? Absolutely. Chaz. Fuck that. No, give thanks. Me your pu- give ah. me your pussy crisps. <laughs> oh, I don't like that word, me. I never have. I know crisps, right? It's awful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, let's get on to the main show. Gadget, what have you been up to this week? Son? Uh, okay, so a few things. I finished Starfield this week. And I have thoughts. I'm not going to give spoilery thoughts on it because obviously some people are still playing through it. We've had games, haven't year. we? No, it's it's like my fifth game of the year. Like fifth, like That's good fifth, though. Fifth from top. It's a really fun game. What it suffers though is the same thing every Bethesda game suffer. Kind of doesn't stick its landing at the end. <sighs> but I can say the ending is better than the Fallout 4 ending. 
Yes, by, doesn't take much. By an order of magnitude. Yeah. Um, the run-up to the ending is kind of much better than a lot of things I've done. It's just you get to that kind of ending bit and you kind of choose what to do. That's like the kind of choosing who to side with kind of thing. And it doesn't. it's not quite as satisfying as you want it because it sets up a load of questions over the last third of the game and it only answers maybe half of them. Ah. Um, but you get a re- really cool sequence where you kind of find out like why Earth is barren. And you, yeah, um, yeah. and you get a lot of kind of really interesting lore and then some you cool, cool gunfights. Some answers, but not the answers I wanted. There'll be DLC, surely. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm hoping a little bit like like um, I was talking with Candy about it, like uh, the way like the Far Harbor DLC in Fallout 4 answered some questions oh, that weren't Far answered Harbor in the main game. Far Harbor so good. Far Harbor. Far um, Harbor in Boston. Yeah. Um, but no, it's... A really enjoyable game and obviously if it's because on game pass absolutely worth playing like i had a thoroughly I liked, good, I liked it i had a thoroughly good time with it um but it's I, not i think i got to about 30 hours in until i got to the ultimate end where a game pass free trial ended so the oh yeah that, imploded, that's ending <laughs> yeah the universe imploded so i never bought it again but i liked the 30 hours i played it really it took yeah. it, the first five hours shite genuinely i thought it was absolutely terrible but it again just, this it does the same problem into this great had. game it turns into yeah. a really great game afterwards, and I really enjoyed the gunplay as well, which I never thought I'd ever say from this this company. Do you know what? I surprisingly, what... I was uh, playing it again today, and I thought, Do you know what? There just haven't been enough. Um, there haven't been enough quests that are action packed. There's a lot of talking quests, and seeing as yeah. the gunplay is so good, it's a shame to not utilize it. Why they wasted it? it? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the combat quests can be really short. There's one that uh, I was doing the back end of the the UC faction. And mm-hmm. the kind of the last quest in that, I expected to be like a really strong load of fights because yeah, you yeah. had to go to a dangerous planet and deal with some dangerous shit. But no, and like, and it was <laughs> I was done with done it in like five minutes. I'm like, oh come on, make it a challenge. I'm playing on the hardest yeah. difficulty as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but I was actually. Don't don't let me discourage people from playing it. It is really fucking good. And Please, really Gadget, go it. to Fanny Libs after this. Get straight onto Fanny Libs. Well, funny that you say that. I started Cyberpunk again. Yes. Lit last night. Um, I only played through the first hour or so. Um, you, feel the, you feel the difference already, though, don't you? 60 frames a second. It's beautiful on the <laughs> Xbox. It runs so well. The menus. Like, the, the menus are good. The um, the, uh, the 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 upgrades systems yes. make more sense. Like, yes. I can actually read the text on it. And you can, you couldn't can build. couldn't before because it was red on black. I couldn't fucking yes. read it before. That's um, right, yeah. But... No, I am. Um, I haven't. Had, I mean, the, the hour or so I've played, I'm only just kind of getting into the into the missions with Jackie and stuff like that. That's um, such a good opening. It's really good opening. Um, but the I'm not. I haven't had any glitches. Nothing's fallen through. I've had no T-poses <laughs> or anything like that. Mental. Which I still, ha- I still had when they put the next gen patch out. So yeah, uh, I I'm going to con- I'm going to continue with that, just kind of off and on. But it feels like the game it should have been on release. Yes. They just they needed three more years in the oven to get it out. Yeah, but 60 yeah. frames a second on Xbox is good. I even tried a little bit of ray tracing mode when I was kind of wandering around Night City when I it was did raining. It, it works, doesn't it? It works, <laughs> but I want to play it at 60 frames a second. Yeah. It's mad when um, you can see your character through a puddle. Yeah. It makes it makes sense you can actually see your character. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, you spend a lot of time with the character creator, you never fucking see them. Um, yeah, I spent ages on that dong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the main thing I want to talk about, though... Um, yes. Is it the main thing? Yeah, it's the main thing I want to talk about. 
because uh, I thought <laughs> I, no, I had something in the back of my head that I thought um, was another thing I want to talk about. But just to point out that I finished Starter Villain and it's great. Just fucking read it. I will. Um, uh, but the main thing I want to talk about is I've been watching an anime and everyone knows I'm not the biggest anime fan, but I like some of them. Yep. And You're possi- a possi- possibly after playing so much Armored Core 6 recently, uh, I decided I wanted to watch something involving mechs. So I decided to start watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> you up on your boy? Yes, let's go! Hype, hype, hype. <laughs> so this is... One of the most 90s things I've ever watched. I grew up in the 90s. Uh, Neon Neon Genesis Evangelion was was made in 1995, broadcast between October 95 and 96 on TV Tokyo. Uh, It it was made by uh, Studio Gainax, who apparently did quite a lot of quite popular things. Um, this is how little of anime I actually know. I don't really know the names names and places. I love listening this. to this. This is making me really happy. <laughs> uh, but it is a run of twenty six episodes. It's a it's a limited series. It's not like uh, yeah. uh, One Piece, which is like thousands of episodes. There or, are spin offs, but there's different continuity. Yeah, or fucking Mobile Suit Gundam, which is hundreds of episodes. Still never ended. No, because uh, it is eternal. The robots are eternal. They will never die. <laughs> It will never die. This one, the but this one, I'd heard lots of good things about it, and obviously, it's one of these things. It's become, it's become legend. It is so popular. Um, this tells the story of a young a young boy called Shinji Ikari, a teenage boy who gets recruited by his father into the mysterious organization of Nerve to pilot a giant biomechanical mecha called an Ava or an Evangelion to fight against beings known as angels. Well, they're not very angelic. They're not very angelic, but they are full of eyes. So it's very much yes. like biblically accurate angels. Yeah, they've all got huge like, eyes um, on them. Yeah, Abrahamic text. Yeah. So this series is full of kind of Christian and Jewish and Hebrew, uh, Christian and Hebrew uh, symbolism, yeah. as well as some Shinto symbolism as well. Um, it is. It's put. It's it's divided between two different two different states. You have the state of an angel being involved in the story where it becomes a very much a war footing. Um, the, uh, the characters have to get into their avers and they have to fight it, but there are various limitations on the avers, whereas these angels seem to be un- have unlimited power, so they have to overcome that somehow. And then there is the standard anime slice of life kind of thing. <laughs> with Rey and stuff. With, with, with Rey, with Mis- Misato and, and characters like that. Um... Now, because this is a 90s anime... There are <laughs> problems, isn't there? There are some problems. There are several conceits. For starters, the three the three EVA pilots that you get, Shinji, Rei, and Asuka? 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 Asuka. Asuka, that's it. Um, they're 14 years old. <laughs> yeah, they are. Guess what they get up to? Unfortunately, the camera <laughs> lingers several times on them, oh. which is very yeah. unfortunate. The... Yeah. Because there is a big kind of theme of daddy issues throughout the whole thing, because uh, Shinji's father—that's why is, I loved it. F- f- Shinji's father is the commander of of, of 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 Nerve and is withholding of affection, shall we say, nicely. Uh, Shinji Shinji lives with his commander, um, uh, Katsuragi Misato. Um, she, being this this kind of this commander and then eventually major, who is in charge of saving Tokyo Three from these angels. It's an alcoholic because she just wakes up and opens a beer at breakfast. 
Like she has seen some Sounds shit. Sounds great. But then also has her has his school because he still has to go to school. Shinji still has to go to oh, school. His kid, his kid yeah. still. His school friends spend all of their time drooling over Misato. Yeah, there is a. It, it's got that nineties anime thing of, uh, of having, that thing, yeah, <laughs> of having a very leering view of women to the point where in the opening credits you have these kind of silhouetted, naked transitions like of, Sailor Moon of yeah of Misato and Ray, and it's, it's just fourteen years old. It's fucking weird. However, put that aside, the show is really <laughs> good. Um, the bits where we're in combat are genuinely traumatic, and you see like like. Shinji, when he's in the when he's in his EVA and he takes damage, he feels it and he is tortured by it. But he's doing it to try and get the affections of his father. Um, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I think it's really it's. It, I understand now why it's become such a legendary anime series. Yeah. Um, it also has one of the greatest theme tunes I've ever heard. The theme tune so is good, a fucking it? bop. It's like a proper Tokyo pop bop. Yeah, right. that's going to be the the ending theme song to this podcast. Absolutely, absolutely, it is, patrons. You're going to hear that, and it's in its full four minute glory. So um, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would really recommend it. I'm, I, you do know I'm, what you need to do now, though, don't you? I need to see the follow up end of Evangelion, the film. Well, I, I'm only halfway through. Watch it. So I've just finished episode thirteen today. Oh, so, so watch that, then watch end of Evangelion. That's that's yeah. that's, that's that's that saga. Wrapped up this this second Evangelion, this third Evangelion, this d- different sagas that you can completely ignore. I'm 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 very keen to see how Shinji's story shakes out. Yes, um, yeah. I you, think do, you, you do need to watch End of Evangelion. It's the best thing they've ever done. It's a film. Well, no, End of Evangelion, the best thing. Yeah, End of Evangelion kind of retcons the last couple of episodes, doesn't it? Because yes, people it didn't does. like it. Yes, yes. Um, but do, did you notice that like? Because this change, this like you're not a big mech guy like I am, but you're, no. you're becoming one, and I'm loving it. You're becoming an attacker, and I'm 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 loving this transition. <laughs> but did you notice, like, in, in, think back to being 1995, all mechs were Gundam looking things, and this just changed the game. They made these slender, these otherworldly looking things, and yeah, it was they're, such they're, a they're, game changer for the for the genre. They don't look like normal mechs. No, they're very dynamic in their look and movement, and I think that's what... Yeah. Because like, I, I try, I've tried episodes of Mobile Suit Gundam, and I can't. I just can't they're get just away with tanks, it. They're just tanks, aren't they? They're just tanks, walking tanks. Yeah, but it's not interesting to me where this one is, and I think because, like, even 13 episodes in, there is this mystery of the angels, where they come yes. from. Like, like they're constantly attacking, and they're constantly There's nothing like to... that in Gundam. Gundam is just always war. There's nothing yeah. else. I think there is a really good mystery at, at, at play here, like why yes. why these angels are constantly attacking, why they attack one by one rather than as a group and stuff like that. So, um, Sting would like it because it completely inspired um, Attack on Titan, completely inspired it. It's I very would, similar in themes. I would really re- recommend it. Um, also, I, I am listening to it dubbed because I'm usually got it on while I'm working. I've got something on the background. The dubbed acting's good. The dubbed acting is good, but it doesn't match the subtitles. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, not at all. Different. Um, yeah, not at all. But yeah, I I would really recommend Evangelion. It's very good. So and it's, on, it, it's all 26 episodes are on Netflix. We're going to an Attacko convention menu one day, pal. <laughs> I'm. If you if you can find me like a Gundam style kit of um of Shinji's a- e- Ava, I'll build it. I can. It. Well, find me quid. One. Find me one. I'll, I'll send buy it. it. Send us the link. I'll buy it and I'll build it. No, I'll just buy it you. I want, no, I want you involved. I want you to be my, I want you to be my gunpla daddy. <laughs> I am earning. Someone's earning. I want, I want you to be my gunpla daddy. And I'm like, uh, daddy, have you, have you received your gunpla? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what I've been watching. It's so good. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'll jump in. Um, <clears throat> not f- f- for a few weeks, we were all part of one big family on this podcast. We were all part of the Android family. Unfortunately, something drastic's changed. I've now got an iPhone 15. I'm not reviewing no! the iPhone 15. Don't worry. But I've got an iPhone 15. Then this leads to what Get I've out. been doing all week. Yeah, I'm a dirty iPhone user now. It's that's supposed to be blue, by the way. <laughs> yeah, all all, all, all the white colours of the new iPhones are just shades of white. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's weird. But it's a lovely. It's a lovely device. I'm not reviewing that. I'm not Marcus Brownlee. I can't do it to his his degree. But it links to directly what I've been doing. So <clears throat> I've been playing a game all week a game that's led me outside a game that's made me walk <laughs> 25 miles <laughs> a game that's made me walk 25 miles this week a game called monster hunter now oh, oh. oh. i ain't gonna play pokemon go because i'm not a big pokemon guy but it's but made you, by you, Niantic, you, 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 the same people you've gone for the weebier option because i have because <laughs> i have now there's nothing i love more in this world than capcom i love capcom Capcom is me. I am Capcom. Them and Niantic have brought out a Pokemon Go clone, but it can't be a clone if they're the ones that created it. Mm. Now, do you know what Pokemon Go is, don't you? So I don't have to explain that much to you. It's an augmented reality capturing game. Now, there's really no real gameplay to Pokemon Go, is there? At Mm. all. I think, I mean, it's been more, more so in the last couple of years, but yeah, no, not really. You just you walk. flick a ball. You f- yeah, flick, flick, the, flick balls. <laughs> thing, hopefully hopefully it captures that. it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Monsanto now, on the other hand, there's so much gameplay to it. So it's all one-handed still, but you've got to attack, you've got to dodge, you're swiping, 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 jumping, jumping when you're attacking. So you all know what Monsanto is, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. We've all played or seen Monster Hunter. It is a monster hunting game. The clue is in the title. Now, this is the same um, platform that Niantic's used since the first game. Before Pokemon Go, they did another game before that, where it just uses real-world maps, and you go around and you search for things. This is the same. Now, when you start out the game, you create your own Monster Hunter, your character, you, you dress them up and stuff like that, and... You jump in straight away. There's not much of a tutorial. It's pretty, pretty easy to get to grips. There's a, there's, a, there's a combat tutorial and stuff, and tells you what. But you're not supposed to catch them. You're supposed to kill them. That's the that's the trick. So you're killing everything. And the best the best thing about it is when you kill them, you can turn them into cloves and and other swords and stuff like that. You use the parts, and you you get stronger by killing them, which is way better than capturing monsters against the will and making them fight each other. I reckon just kill them. Just kill, kill them, them and wear them. Just kill them and wear them. It's way, <laughs> way better. But there's a difference to this. So it's got two massive game changes that I love over Pokemon. I don't know if Pokemon Go does this now, but Monster Hunter now does this. So you're walking around or on the bus or in a car or in a taxi, and if, you, if, you're, if you're on the map and you see like a Raphalos or some kind of big monster, you can throw a paintball at it. <laughs> what this means is you've, you've kind of captured it in your, in your basket when you get back home and you're safe and you're in a nice warm spot, you can fight it. So you've nice. caught it to fight. So with Pokemon Go, if you're like on a train and you a Jigglypuff was, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm on a train, and you've missed a Jigglypuff, that's not a problem in this game. You can just you can paintball them and take them home with you to fight. And it's just I don't know. There's something about that that's brilliant. Like, and you can zoom out the map more than you could on Pokemon Go. I don't. You might again. You might be able to do that on Pokemon Go now, but you can zoom out the map so. 
this is what's got me walking. I've been zooming out on the map and I, I saw a um remember that penis one, Gadget and Monster, that penis monster. Kezu. Yep, Uncle Kezu. Yeah, I saw one I saw one of him at Maggie's Chippy <laughs> over day. So I had to I had to get out I had to put my shorts on and run down to Maggie's Chippy to get a Kezu. And rather than fight him outside Maggie's Chippy and endanger myself and my life and look like an absolute fucking idiot, I paintballed it, <laughs> took it home with me, fought it in my bedroom. Nice. That's genius. That's how you do these games. You've still so got you to see, travel see, to see, get so you're fighting a penis monster in your bedroom, yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely I was. Just so I clarify that, that. Yeah, I had to I was in Wakefield the other day and there was a Raffalos. And I thought, I have not got time to fight this Raffalos in front of all these people outside Pound Bakery. I can't do it. So <laughs> I paintballed it, paintballed it, got my cheese stick, and then fought it at home. That's the genius of this. You've still got to travel, you've still got to move, but it's it's it proper promotes like being safe because there's been a lot of injuries with this Pokemon Go. People, oh, yeah, running people, down falling off people running into roads and stuff, falling off shit and being dangerous. But Getting this makes it so much. It makes it so much better, especially if you're a driver. This is the other big, and I'm, I don't drive, but if you're a driver and you set it onto this mode, it will paintball things automatically. Nice. So then, when you get to work or get home, you can see and you can fight whichever you want. I think it's fucking genius, and it's it's got like I said, it's got me walking, it's got me cycling, it's got me out and about. And you I'm, exercising? That doesn't sound like you. Yeah, but to play a game. <laughs> well, that's true. To play a monster hunter game. But it's a really good fighting game. Like it, it's all swipe based. Remember, remember that um, Infinity Blade. What Infinity Blade? Yeah. The one of the best iPhone phone iPhone games ever made. Yeah. The Epic made. It's that. It's that battle system. Fair enough. And it's so fucking good. And it, yes, it is a free game. Yes. You have to wait for stuff, but I don't mind the wait. I, I, I like to play it in half an hour bursts and then wait two hours to play it again. You can pay to skip these timed things, but why should I? Why would I? You know what I mean? I'm just really enjoying for what it is. And because it's on the iPhone 15 and stuff like that, it's not draining the battery. It's not, it, I've got it on ultra, ultra graphics and it's just phenomenal. You can get it on any, I think you can get an Android. I think you can for you Android scrubbers. I'm joking, I'm joking, I love Android, I love Android. So you're you, you, you enjoying being back suckling from the teeth of Tim Cook? No, I'm not, I'm not. The, the phone, especially, that's why I'm not reviewing the phone, because I'll put anyone off on getting one. Especially, <laughs> especially after you bought the fucking Razer Pixel. thing for your... No, you bought the handheld thing for your Android. Yeah. This is USB-C, this is USB-C, oh, yeah, it, it works. Is. Yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> it works. They yeah. finally got with the modern times, didn't they? I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. it only USB 2. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It works perfectly with a Razer Kishi. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think if you've loved Pokemon Go, but this problem is now a lot of people have got Pokedex as filled with hundreds and they're not willing to change formats now. It might, it might be too late for them, but the people that won't play it and want a little bit more, I don't know, gameplay, this is perfect. It's like Candy, if you downloaded it and turned it on on your way to work, you'd get to work and you'd have paintballed a load of them. And you can I fight them at work. Then. It's I, good. It's mm-hmm. really fun. And you've got a, you've got an S twenty three, aren't you? S twenty two Ultra, or whatever. Yeah, twenty two. So, and I've got so one of the little it'll, doodads. It'll, yeah, it'll run perfectly for you. It'll just be. Mm. I did get a it's little just, bit hooked I, on Pokemon Go though, and I ended up spending money on it. So I just got to be careful with these things. Yeah, mon- I've, monster, I've looked at the microtransactions on, on this, and it's yeah, the microtransactions are for health. So when you die, um, you can't like hunt for a while. But it right. comes back up automatically. So you're only paying to quickly get back into it. 
You get what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. pay to get better weapons and better armor and stuff. It's, I really fucking like it. And I'm going to be playing it for a few more weeks. I don't think it's going to drop off. And I'm at, I'm at Monster Hunter rank 11 already. So it's, I'm really enjoying it. I don't know what anyone, I don't, I've not heard that many people talking about it. But I, I didn't even know it was a thing. It's so fucking good. And it's nice to have it on, on a device that runs it well because my old Pixel 7a would have probably shat the bed running it because it's quite a beautiful looking game. You do have to have your location on. I will, especially, I know a lot of people don't like that. You can VPN the fuck out of it if you want. You can cheat and get your character to walk about without you walking about. But that defeats the object for me, really. But it's good for people that can't walk about. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. It's nice yeah. that you can still play the game. But yeah, I, I think I, I genuinely think Monster Hunter now's a sensational little um, version of Pokemon Go. That's that's me. That's me. iPhone 15, baby. <laughs> Traitor. I know. I know. Stig, what you've been doing, boy? Um, it's been a big music week for me this week, mainly. Uh, I've been listening to a, a wide variety of different bands. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks. I rarely ever kind of listen to music. But uh first band that came up is a band that Oodles enjoys. And actually, I picked up on them from the Radio X Metal uh, episode you did. Oh, me and Dean. Yeah, uh, Slaughter to Prevail, the oh, Russian deathcore oh. band. Uh, they're really good, aren't they? He's an actual man alligator, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so the the lead singer Alex Terrible. Yeah, he's, it is, is not <laughs> a bear of a man. Um, yeah. Huge, muscular, covered in tattoos, and someone on TikTok said, um, "This is what. Listen to this noise that he makes." And then the next clip, he said, "Now listen to this one." And it was an alligator. Roaring, <laughs> and he sounds like a gator. Like yeah. he's he has a pet bear. Yeah, he does have <laughs> a pet bear. He walks around with it. And wrestles and one, it. And one of his kind of party tricks on stage is the or the band shut up, the crowd yeah. shuts up, and he screams, and he sounds guttural and raw. He does it without a mic. Without a mic, <laughs> and I've seen videos of people filming at the back of of like festivals, you still and you it. can hear him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he is so loud. Anyway, I'm Man's just insane. Yeah, I've been listening to a bit of them. A 1914, uh, who also another kind of deathcore band. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, are yeah, gr- yeah. They're a Ukrainian band who kind of all of their songs are written around World War One, and they're brilliant. Yeah, they so are good. I, I, for some reason, I just had this like death metal. Death Do you agree though? When week. when you listen to deathcore and death metal and and like even even speed metal to a, to a degree, it gets out a bit of rage that you've got in your mind. It, it lets a little. I don't know, some kind of endorphins thing. Oh, yeah, Gadget it's a great release. Gadget gets it. He, he, he needs it sometimes. He wakes it, up and he needs a bit of bear action. It, it's I, a fucking I, great release. I, mm. I like Slaughter of Reels music, but I had, like, Alex Terrible kind of started, like, repeating a lot of kind of transphobic stuff, so I kind of just pieced out of he's that stu- one. He's, took, he's, 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 he's pulled all that back, and, and I know it's easy to retract that, but he said that people took him out of context and stuff, which, and he's, which, he's been supporting trans charities and stuff now, which, is it a backpedal? Probably. I don't Probably. I, I, I don't know, but I've, I've taken myself out of that. But I do like a bit of deathcore and a bit of death metal. And I do, yeah. I, I do agree that his vocals are something unheard of. Like, it's, he's the kind of Demonic. singer that... Well, he's the kind of singer that, that I imagine what people thought of 
corpse grinder fisher when cannibal corpse first yeah. hit like yeah. no one had heard something like what that is before that? yeah he when said, they, when, when, like this pig squeal isn't there now there's alligator raw it's a new genre yeah i don't really like the pig squealing one but i, I, can't, no. I can get into his kind of I think yeah, I think his pronunciation's boring. really good, and I know he sings in Russian and English, but you can still hear what he's saying. Yeah. It's, it's also, a pretty decent singer as well when he actually does he's good sing. Singer, yeah, when he does yeah. singing also, bits. Also impressive for a man to have a thirty-two inch neck. He's got a massive <laughs> neck. His neck's bigger than my waist. <laughs> I, I saw him years ago when they were first starting, and he was nowhere near that big. He's been hitting the gym. I mean, he's, he's Russian, and he guys. lives in the countryside. Of course, he is. <laughs> yes, because of his bear. <laughs> I'd take it anywhere else with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, lo- I, I love, I love them, I love them. Yeah, that was just another. Uh, but the other band I've been listening to, uh, a um, second thing I've been listening to recently, and their ba- album came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Gunship and their new album Unicorn. So Gun- good. Gunship is the British synthwave band, um, and they're fucking brilliant. They really mm. are. They are really, really good, and this new album is just as good i've i've listened to it loads i know i know the words and i know the lyrics so much now i've been listening to it loads the last couple of weeks um but yeah it's just it's just really good and really catchy it's got the perfect kind of synth like and rock Was it like Anna Managuchi or something like that no it's it, it, it's not like um uh it's not like bit uh bit crunchy bit like tunes. that it's yeah. it's it's basically Basically, think of, think of the Vangelis soundtrack with EDM drums oh. on it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, like it's it, it's stuff that Vangelis did, like stuff like the Vangelis would have done for Blade Runner, um, yeah. But with like drums and guitars on top of it, um, and okay. um, and vocals and vocals, yeah, and uh, and and Tim Tim Capello, yeah, doing, Tim so, Capello from the Tim, Lost Tim Boys, Capello yeah. doing doing saxophone. on his saxophone, yeah, yeah, <laughs> greasy so drums. All yeah, yeah. up and stuff. Yeah. So oh, wow. he, he drops on for one of the tracks. Is Tim Capello. There's John Carpenter as well. Yeah. Like, no way! Yeah, so John Carpenter has like, collaborated with them for this. Charlie Simpson's on one of the tracks because cool. the couple of band members, I think, started in Fight Star as well. Power Glove, who are also an yeah, uh, electronic music mm-hmm. synthwave duo. They're, they're <laughs> part of that. They do a lot of collaborations for their albums. If you look at that, yeah, Dark yeah, All yeah. Day has got a lot of that on as well. But... This album as well, particularly, just has a nice diff- mixture of different songs. Uh, so you've got the kind of normal kind of upbeat synthy pop stuff to do, but then you've got things like Blood for the Blood God, which I fucking is, love that song. That yeah, sounds it's demonic. proper fast and it, it's a, it's, it gives, it's, a, it's a Warhammer song. They're literally <laughs> quoting Warhammer lore in it. It's great, yeah, but it gives me it gives me vibes of kind of. There's a little bit of Hotline Miami in there, and then there's a little oh, bit of like wow. Doom right in there towards the end. Those kind of sat, like all coming together They've... with this like really cool. Kind I'm gonna of check these da- guys da- out. Dance uh, would, chorus in there. I would recommend it. They've really evolved their sound. So like Dark All Day was like their last album in 2018. That was very synthwave. That was yeah. It, it was basically like like the sound of Stranger Things. Um, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's a brilliant album, but it it had a consistent sound all the way through. Whereas Unicorn, they're exploring. Have so they named it after Gundam? Have they named it after Gundam? That I don't oh, think so. Creature, no, no, it's unicorn. literally just a unicorn yeah. on the album cover. Um, but the, this this album kind of goes through a lot more variations of synthwave. So you get like Monster in Paradise, the the main the lead single, which is a bit more like Dark All Day. 
but then you end up with Techno R2, which is really dark, but then Doom Dance, which is quite upbeat. Techno Blood R for the Blood. Terminator. Uh, Blood for the Blood God, which is fucking weird. Ghost, which is a lot, quiet, a lot quieter really? than I expected it to be, but yeah. it's great. Um, and I'll check it out. Holographic Heart is one of my favourite songs of the album with Britta Phillips singing on it. It's so good, the album. And I'm... I've been waiting ages for it. I mean, I have gunship posters in my living room. Like, I, I love gunship. And the fact that this album took five years to come out, it has devastated me You two me being daily. secret gunship, Bly friends? I don't even know. It's great. <laughs> I've, I've got, I've got a... It. No, I've got a um, <laughs> notification set up on Songkick for when they... If, uh, uh, they That's said badass. they're going to do a tour. So if they do one up Newcastle, then we shall be going. We shall be. Also, uh, Empress of the Damned is fucking sexy. That's a sexy oh. song. <laughs> Awesome. Stig's musical Odyssey this week. I've got one more. Oh, this, got is one my, more. this is my main Taylor one. Taylor Swift. This is the main one. No, far from Taylor Swift. Uh, this one is Ren, Sick Boy. Fucking love Ren. Ren, Sick Boy. Ren yeah. is so good. Ren, Sick Boy. Ren is a 33-year-old singer-songwriter rapper from Anglesey in Wales. Um, I had not heard of Ren until this week when on TikTok, for some reason, on my For You page, I just started getting clips of him and reaction videos to his work. Probably because his new album came out on Friday, so there was probably yeah. some kind of promotional Probably pushing. that. So I didn't know his album was even coming out. One of my friends said in, in WhatsApp group, which says, oh, I've been listening to the new Ren album today. It's great. So oh, fuck it, right? I, I really enjoyed what I saw on TikTok. I'll listen to it. Um, this album is incredible. What it type is, of music is Ren? He, uh, it's a bit it's of everything. hip-hop, rap, spoken word, poetry. Like, it's... it's Scroobius fucking, Pip. It, it Actually, bit, yeah, that's that's a pretty good good, yeah. good comparison. Scroobius, yeah, I love a bit. But, of I, think, but I think he's better. Um, <laughs> well, so, because, really? because, that's because, a bold well, statement. Well, no, but un, unlike Scroobius, he's actually a musician. He plays a lot of the instruments. Himself, yeah, yeah. Okay. Scroobius uses, uses samples. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, the website Louder Than War said this is a mammoth album of the best futuristic hip hop you've ever heard, knocking everyone else out of the park. And I couldn't agree more. It's, it's raw, it's angry, it's real. It mixes techniques and sounds. Create It creates new and different things. I, I've genuinely been blown away by this album. It's completely... Is it quite out, politically charged? Yes. There's out of my comfort zone with some of it as well, but I've been really enjoying it. Um, mm. It's an album that's clearly born from Ren's frustrations with his medical and mental health issues, his misdiagnosis, oh. uh, frustrations with the government, with capitalism. There is literally a song, uh, Money Game Part 3, which is it tells the story of a man called Jimmy, who from the early age has been told, you know, sees everything from his dad, sees everything, create success, only to end in life having no meaning. And uh, the slowly goes through the track, Jimmy sinks more and more into corruption and moral depravity. And it's wow. all, it's basically, all of his songs like this are done like, there's like stories telling throughout the songs. And it's like Eminem like, used to do. A yeah, bit, it's yeah. a bit. Yeah, but like this is kind of like obviously that as an example there is kind of his it's anti-capitalism. He's telling, yeah, 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 how yeah. can I be anti-capitalist? I'll tell the story of Jimmy who has everything in the world, but in his mid forties he actually he doesn't really have everything, and then it okay ends with him killing himself. Um, oh. So there's like you know it's all kind of stuff regarding that. There's 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 songs around suicide and murder and and kind of sounds deep all, as fuck, mate. Yeah, it's. Um, Regarding that track, he said, in Renzon's words for this track, he wanted to have a juxtaposition of putting rap over classical piano and string arrangements. 
two things that shouldn't necessarily work together that combine to create something pretty unique. And he even switches to like spoken word poetry just out of the blue in some of his tracks. Mm. And it just works. All of a sudden, he listens to a track and he just stops and and just starts reading off this spoken word. Um, You can hear this inspiration from other artists. Like you've already pointed out Eminem. So he's got that kind of like Eminem rage style. There's Beastie Boys and House of Pain influences. There's Bus- okay. Busker Rhymes, like speed Busta rapping. Rhymes. He, like he is, at some points, he just busts out rhymes <laughs> at ridiculous <laughs> speeds. He's, he's really, really good. So he's got it's all good. these vocal stylings and presentations, and he mixes it with funky hip hop, uh, low bass lines, reggae vibes, acid. Techno. I bet Biggie already knows about this guy, doesn't he? Yeah, and and like, and then all of a sudden you just get this toned down, slower, sad track, which is using pianos and string instruments and acoustic guitars. Oh wow! It's so it's quite it's, the auteur then, isn't it? Yeah, it's an album, like the the change of pace in this album is proper breakneck. Like it just goes from one thing to another, but it flows really well and works really well. Uh, there's was- tracks that. Are reflective, and then there's angry tracks, and then suddenly you're. Bounce. It's a mood piece, then, is it? Yeah. More like sit and listen in your house than sit and play it in car. I'd walk around and listen to it because you would. You there's ones that yeah that'll get you like thinking, and then all of a sudden there's ones that'll have you bouncing around your kitchen. Yeah, because I always think some some albums are mood pieces, and some like you you couldn't sit and relax and listen to a. F- I don't think you can listen to like a for instance a Foo Fighters album that they're not in the house relaxing albums are they? No. Like up and driving that kind of thing, but some people like like this this Ren guy. It sounds like he's, it sounds like he, he, he and I don't know. I've never listened to a single note, but it seems sounds like a a student of music. If he's I if would, he's changing stuff about and stuff, I would re- recommend because my introduction to Ren was a song that he released last year called High Ren. I've got okay. that here in my notes, too. and um, yeah. It's so it's so he, he did a couple of songs where basically that he because he, he lives in Brighton now and he went to I think an old abandoned hospital near there and he set some okay. of his films and the, the the both he did two songs there Violet's Tale and Re, and High Ren and he is in a um, hospital gown with a classical guitar hmm. and a, and a lavalier microphone and that's the recording that you hear on Spotify. Of him recording, oh, of him wow. doing the so video. It's, as fuck. it's like a so one it's take thing. It's it? a one take thing. So you can hear like every kind of misfret on the guitar and stuff like that. But High Ren is a powerful as fuck song where he is talking to his own psychosis because that's what he suffers with. He suffers from anxiety, depression, psychosis. Right. So, uh, and and the, the, the way it's set up, he's just sat in a chair and he's playing his guitar. And when he's Head points to the left way, that's him speaking. And when he head points points to the right, yeah, 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 that's the psychosis speaking. And he argues with himself. And it's so good and so powerful. Um, because mm-hmm. he talks about his recovery, he talks about his frustrations, and he talks about the fight with himself. Um how is it spelled? Is it R E N or W R E N? R E M, just R-E-N. that's all it is. It even goes into like all the things on there, it's like, oh Eminem did it, or Plan B did it. It's just like you yeah. know, he's even bringing up facts that you know. That people have compared him to other Com- artists. Compared him to other artists, but I think he's just he's considering. I heard only heard the first of his things this week on TikTok. Generally, think it's pow- like the that's best a powerful I've thing in that a if, long time. It's powerful if you've just from a from a four or five minute video on TikTok, you've gone right and bang into this guy. I'm going to listen to the rest of the stuff. That's I powerful. 
I That's a powerful I mean, indictment. I've, 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 I've listened to half of Sick Boy so far. I haven't got through the whole thing, which is why I didn't want to bring it. But it's fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. It's Money, what, ga- it, Money said, Game Part 3 is stunning. One of the best, oh. most original and proper raw like, albums. Um, Maybe we need it. Maybe I, we do need sound, it. It always sounds wanky as fuck, but I think he's a, like, genuinely think he's a poet. He is. Like, the, the, a lot of them are, yeah. though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, like a student a student of music, or at least a student of literature. He is you know He I mean? is a very interesting musician who deserves superstardom, even though he probably can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone that shouldn't have stardom. He is so humble about things as well. Like, he constantly puts up TikToks going, like, I've hit this number in the charts. I can't believe it. How the hell has this happened? I'm just some idiot from Wales. You know? Wow. <laughs> hmm. That's lovely. I'm conscious of time, so I'm sure that's the last of your that musical is odyssey there, That Stig. is top recommendation, that album. Incredible. Excellent. Both excellent. of them are great, but that one is good. Candy, you've been watching a show that I've also finished. I have, haven't Let's I? Let's go. Let's go. I've been uh, go. carrying on the traditional uh, Orange Season Spookies, and I've been uh, watching the new series from Mike Flanagan. So in his usual tradition of bringing us a Halloween spooky, Fall of the House of Russia um, is based on a poem and several stories from Edgar Allan Poe, apparently. Correct. Um, No, it is. (laughs) So it follows the Usher family headed by Roderick Usher and his sister Madeline, who run Fortunato, a multi-million dollar shady pharmaceutical company. In the space of two weeks, Rod's lost all of his... Monsanto. Yeah. Basically, basically, yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll go again. We'll allergies. talk about the parallels. That's a terrible <laughs> cough you've got there, Oodles. I've got allergies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, it starts off with he's attending the funeral of his three of his six children that have died in the last two weeks, um, all to seemingly sort of tragic but unrelated accidents and incidents. Um, so you'll know Flan again from his previous Halloween romps. Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Blind Manor, Blind Manor, Midnight Mass, Midnight Club. Um, actually, Midnight Club I reviewed last year. You did. Um, so Flanagan brings back several of his usual cast members and has also brought Mark Hamill to a leading role as well as the family's oh, raspy voice attorney. So that was cool to see Mark Hamill in a yeah, very, very serious role. Um, Arthur Pym. In the, entrance, in the interest of transparency... There's eight episodes, of which I've seen seven. I ran out of time before we started recording. Um, but so far, I think out of his previous Halloween series, with I think it's probably closest to uh, Haunting of Hill House in terms of quality and enjoyability. It has less of a kind of spooky ghost story vibe. It has fewer jump scares, although it does have, it mo- <laughs> it does have its moments. There was... Uh, yeah. That's what Flanagan's good at, isn't it? It's the jump scares that just come yeah. out of absolute nowhere. And I did Mid have a monologue. I did have a pants shitter earlier as I texted you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, it does... I, I, had, I had not been following that conversation that you were having in the, in the text chat. And I just got no shit. My pants. Going, I've shit my pants. I, I like... think I just shit my pants. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. That sounds like candy. Fair enough. Uh, well, exactly. Like, yes. Went on with my day. Absolute no surprises there. But yeah, no, it's got some very satisfying um, character deaths. And it does have a compelling story as well. I, I will say that it started off a bit slow. I thought it takes kind of to about mid to end of of episode two to get going. Um, but when it does pick up, it is... There's one scene that's just fucking horrendous. Like, it put me off my pizza <laughs> handles. 
But I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing what it does in the final episode and to see how it ties things up and everything. I've got a bit of an idea where I think it's going. Um, But yeah, really, yeah, really, really enjoyable. And if you like Mike Flanagan's, it's more of the same. Absolutely. Do you have any experience with uh, with Poe's work at all? Not a, not a, only the hits. Because I don't know if you. Know <laughs> <the hits. laughs> Quote the Raven. The Raven. So how how film that John Cusack was in as, as Edgar Allan Poe? Oh, what was oh, it? The I, fuck was it? Room oh, that that sh- something? No, that's that's no, Stephen no. King. Oh, the Raven. I don't know. The Raven, no. yeah. Evermore. Fucking um, Luke Evans and Brendan Gleeson were in that. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so I don't know if, like, like again, let me just, I, I have to explain this. As the literary dickhead I am, um, <laughs> I adore Edgar Allan Poe and I've read all his works. Now, this is where I think this is Flanagan's greatest work. I'm not burying the lead at all. It's only because of what he's done with the Sorcerer's Tale. Now, the fall of the House of Usher is only... The actual short story is only the bit where, um, kind of spoiler, where they bury the mother. That's it. Right. You know, from the first episode, mm-hmm. that's it. Everything else is from all these other pieces of work, like The Raven or, like, for instance, pff, I don't know, Lenore, his, his, his daughter is called Lenore because that's from The Raven. Oh, you know course. what I mean? Everything's, yeah. everything's linked, uh, like the cask of uh, Amontillado, which is another thing, is one of the full episodes of this and somehow is is somehow worked in Arthur Pym, which Arthur Pym is from, I think it's the tale of Arthur Pym, which is his only full novel that he's ever done, but he's just inserted him into this. And the house of Usher is not, the the, the house of Usher is not this massive family, like Shakespearean thing that you think it is because of this show. He's just woven all of his material into one like narrative. Perfectly. Like August Dupont, the the um, the um, the attorney, he's from his he's from the uh, murders in the room arg. It's a completely different piece of work, and it's I don't know. It's just fucking sensational how they've done it. And so 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 the the the, the question to you, Oodles, is is based on what Candy has said about it so far and what you've said about it mm. so far. Does it stick the landing with its ending? Yes, Ooh. because the, that, the, the, that's that, that's the biggest <laughs> thing thing I have with these kind of. I don't want to say horror yeah. anthologies, but these kind of things where they adapt. But it's multi- not even an anthology. Well, no, but like multiple short stories, they adapt into yeah. a story. Yeah, yeah. Frequently, frequently, they do not stick the landing, mm. and it becomes super so, unsatisfying. Well, midnight this is going to be kind of a spoiler, cause... but not, but not. This is going to be spoiler, but not a spoiler for the show. The last episode is finally the Raven, right? So the most famous story, our poem, is the last episode, and it's the best episode, and. It all just see. I, co- it I, just coalesces I, I, into a beautiful, like every single question's answered. I don't enjoy horror that much, but I really do like Edgar Allan Poe in the same way that, like, oh, you'd love it. That I really love Lovecraft. Like, I will yeah. watch Love Lovecraftian shit, not because it's scary, but because it's Lovecraftian. Yeah. So I'm tempted to watch this. It's the fact that every single character's monologue, and this is the genius bit. And someone like Candy, who's not read all the stuff, all his work, wouldn't know it. Every single monologue's one of the poems. Mm. Right. And I was like, fuck, oh, how's he done this? <laughs> he loves some How's look. he done this? And and it, it just it just doesn't seem like how people talk, but because the main character um he, he's narrating his story to Lupin and, and it's just it works perfectly. And it's because he's it, uh, of course shit, you'd have these have monologues. 
I don't know how he's done it. It's not particularly too scary. It's not particularly original because he's bringing all these work. But as a literary, literary piece, completely, Flanagan's nailed it. And a lot of people, I've seen the reviews, people saying, it's too many. It, all he's done is just brought everything of Alan Powell's and put it into one prose. I'm like, yes! That's all he's done! <laughs> That's exactly what he's fucking done! Wait, and it's wait genius! Wait for someone to do that for Lovecraft. Exactly, yeah. I imagine. Imagine, you won't be able to do that was, in eight I, fucking episodes. I was hoping Lovecraft Country was going to do that. That was a big fucking letdown, wasn't no. it? No. Jesus problem is, Lo- Lovecraft's works here, there and everywhere, isn't it? He hasn't just, he's, he's done many novels, but luckily Poe only did one novel, so it was easy to bring yeah, all his lo- short stories lo- and his poems into one. A lot of poems and a lot of short stories. It's super emo, but they've turned it into this like... <laughs> No, no, they've turned into this like modern everyone, day. Everyone got like fringes across their <laughs> not, not quite. But they've turned into this modern day analogy of like the worst in people. And I just love that every single episode, as soon as it kicked in, I'm like, it's this. It's this poem. It's this. It's this bit. Do you know what I mean? It, every name in like Fortunata yeah. Pharmaceuticals, it's it's Mask of the Red Death. It's a different poem. Ah, shit, and, I am like, going to pro- They've got Prospero as a character who's really? not part of this. Prospero's one of the. Do you know what I mean? It's, what, it's, it's just fucking genius. I don't know how they've done it. One. I've only watched two episodes. There's one thing I don't like. Go on. Um, it, and it's this purely because I watched all of this earlier this year. It's, it seems so succession light at yes. times. The family bickering, that, the rich family, yeah, family bickering, bickering. And, and trying to... And the boardrooms. Yeah, the boardrooms and the insults and stuff. I'm like, I, I was, I'm just hoping that kind of slows down. It, does, it, does, it, it stops. It stops. a lot of that because in the first two episodes, I'm just like, I've seen this, Get but on a with lot it, better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this is a thing as well. You know that Edgar Allan Poe wrote these these stories before boardrooms existed, so it's, it's wild out Boardrooms existed, then you did. No, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It weren't like, it weren't big Monsanto companies, was it? That True, were running. Yeah. And it's like how, how he's transplanted, how Flanagan's transplanted that to a modern day era is genius. I think, I, I generally, and that last episode, whew, Ooh, it's, just, it's great. It's it's great, and the, the main cast are all fantastic. Yeah, they are. And it, a lot of them are reoccurring casts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah can, it's can, a lot of the same ones from the last few series, yeah. isn't it? Candy, yeah. once you once you've watched the last episode, do you want to drop me a voice note so I can add it in as like a post edit thing? Yes, I will. What you thought of it? <laughs> yes, I will. Just give, it, just give us like thirty seconds on what you thought. Never mind. That's goes, all she said. She just said never mind. Well, I don't know what that was. <laughs> no. Prepare to have prepare to be answered. I, I genuinely think again, it's not the best horror. It's not the best story ever told. It's just how he's managed to do this. He must have had. He must have such a crack writing team because he's not directed any episodes, has he? I think he just, did. Let me have a maybe, look. Maybe it was on maybe. Wikipedia. The main ones never looked like he did. I think he was just the overseer. He must have had a crack writing team to bring all that, all that to one. It's, I don't know how he's done it. So for this, he's directed episodes. Yeah, he, so um, Fall of House of Usher, he was a creator, director, writer, editor, and executive producer. Ah, a bit busy there. Right. Yeah. Did you know? Did you notice that on episode, um, an episode one with the Carla Gugino's character, the Verna, that the Carl. Did you not notice? Did you not notice what Verna's an anagram of? No. Well, I'll leave it to you. Oh. Mate. I'll leave it to you. You write, you write V-E-R-N-A down and tell me what that's an anagram of. I'll get back to <laughs> Come you. Come on, Candy. <laughs> it's quite easy. <laughs> it's quite easy. I don't know. Come I'm t- on, Candy. I'm tired. I'm tired. 
Raven. Oh, yeah. Raven. I see it now. <laughs> yeah, I Come see on. it now. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's just genius. Man. <laughs> it's just genius. It's just really, I don't know how he's done it. And you know me being that literary wanker that I am. I, I was, I just, I mean, fucking, I, I, yeah, I just loved it. I just, I, I love all this old shit, this old fucking crap. But yeah, well done, Candy, for bringing that up because I wanted to talk about it as well. <laughs> well, I'm glad you took over because I'm just, I'm just watching. Sorry. It. Sorry. No, 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 no. I mean that like sincerely because I'm just, I'm watching it as somebody that doesn't have the history with uh, Egg Rambler, but just despite being a goth, um, I don't I have that. Fake here. I don't, yeah, yeah, no, I don't have that history. Raven. So for me, it was just, it's it's a good watch without you know what I hope knowing. it inspires you to do is read his work. Yeah, I'm going to. They're not long. They are not long. That's exactly what I'm going to do. In don't, fact, don't, I'll do that for my Nexus next week. Don't Brilliant. do not do it as audiobook either. Read it. Oh, okay. Read it. Because when it's dark. The, 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 part, the problem is with, with audiobooks, and it's the same with Lovecraft as well. Yeah. Whatever performance gets put on, the, the, the performers try to go for the spooky when really yeah. what you need to do is read it and hear it in your own internal monologue. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, that's exactly. infinitely scarier than someone's and interpretation of spooky. And that's how he wrote it spooky. of the characters in the monologues, didn't he? He wrote yeah. a lot of them as like diary entries and stuff. It's just, just fucking such a, 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 a great, a great writer. But people, they just see him as Edgar Allan Poe, don't they? It's like a joke. Even Simpsons did it really well, didn't they? Remember yeah, that the, episode? Yeah, the first Treehouse of Horror. That's uh, the, the Raven one's fucking great. It's one of the best Brilliant. ones Brilliant. It's, um, it's more or less the exact fucking script of the, of no, that poem. It is, it, it, it is, apart from Bart's interruptions. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking genius, man. But yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting you on that, but I needed to get that out. Wanker. <laughs> is that everything you've brought bring in this week? Yep. God, we've gone on a while. Has anyone else brought anything? Any of our listeners? We uh, Two of our listeners have brought things. Uh, Xenos is starting us off with, uh, I've still been playing Warhammer 40k Darktide, which I forgot to say last week is basically a zombie horde shooter set in the Warhammer 40k universe. Now, obviously, you should have told us that. Well, I wasn't here to explain this to you. The best way you can explain Warhammer 40k Darktide is Left for Dead Shoulder in pads. Warhammer with RPG mechanics. Okay. That's, see, I'm already more interested in it. Yeah. So he goes on to say, blood, guts, and maggots flying everywhere with plenty of plague, God-induced body horror on the enemies. You know the drill. This week I've started playing the veteran class, which I'm quickly learning is not entirely my style because I'm a lousy shot in this game due to enemies all being the same colour as the environment. Unfortunately, I have a cure for this disease and it comes in the form of Warhammer 40k's two most iconic weapons, the chainsword and the bolter. And yes, that is a sword, which is a chainsaw. Um, How do you power that with petrol? Uh, fantasy space bollocks. Um, <laughs> Magic. Yeah. Between the two, I'm hacking my way through crowds like nobody's business and anything the sword won't go through gets gets a to whom it may concern note in the form of a tiny rocket embedded in their chest, which then gets dispersed over most of the room. The sound design is fantastic too. I'd love to know how they did the foley for a chainsword carving into pox walkers. I'd have a go. Aside from that, Final Fantasy XIV recently hit patch 6.5 and has rounded up pretty much all the plot threads introduced for Endwalker. For cool. anyone who's been on the free trial previously, like Oodles, your trial account can now progress to the end of the third expansion, Stormblood. Don't do this to me. <laughs> so there's even more to do for no money at all, which is Oodles' favourite yeah. price. I've kept it installed for these, these, this kind of reason, so I'm, I'm going to jump straight back in this week, probably. Uh, the London Fan Fuck. Fest is at conventions at the end of October, so I'm keeping an eye out for news on the jobs coming in the Dawn Trail expansion next summer. But so far, mm -hmm. all bets are on Green Mage from the Tactics games, which will probably <gasps> behave completely different in 14, and Corsair, because we're still missing proper pirates. 
I've been used. I've still been the uh, the uh, barbarian, the axe wielding one, crusader barbarian. I can't remember what the class is, but I'm loving swinging my axe about. Good shit. As you do. That's what. That's why you're mm. not allowed in Primark anymore. <laughs> it's, again, yeah. Swinging shit about. Um, and, also, before and, we do, before before we just jump off off Zena, another guy that's still not finished Baldur's Gate three. Come on, lads. Working Come on, now. Come on, now. Stop playing nine speed other games. It like you. I didn't rush it. I just played that one game. You did in the green room, I've got Baldur's like Gate forty updates, hours. So we'll carry rushing it. No way. Last of Angry Kurt's best boys said, this week I ventured into the online multiplayer, which must must be the first time since Red Faction Guerrilla on the PS3. Wow. Jesus Christ, mate. Uh, Good game. It was with friends rather than randoms, but me and a few friends set up a racing league in F122, and our first track was Bahrain. It had a lot more fun than I expected. We did a 50% race with qualifying, even though we didn't. Even though I didn't do very well. It was fun to go through the race reacting to What do you mean 50% every- like real time? But fifty percent of the real time. Is that what you uh, reckon he means? The Thirty-five laps as opposed to seventy laps. <laughs> so Rassos, I did a ninety-nine lap on Gran Turismo, and I still felt sick after that. And I could yeah. pause it. He can't pause that. But yeah, so rather than a race taking an hour and a half, it takes him like 35, 40 minutes. Still, still. Uh, it was Props fun to, to go him. through the race, reacting to how everyone else's race was going. With it being in a league, we have our own standings, which will update as we do each track, every, each new track That's every fortnight. Next up is Saudi Arabia. Other than that, I've been continuing with Dredge, which I'm cooling though, cooling on, even though the gameplay loop is great, the narrative hasn't hooked me. Um, fairly a narrative to fish, it. That's fish, fish, sell. Sell, fish, fish. Shut up. Fish, you don't fish, deserve dredge. good games, you. Honk, honk, punch. Um, <laughs> it also, I also caught up on my favourite YouTube channel, Reykjavik, which a shout-out in particular to his Orange Box 10 Years Later documentary. He's very good. I like. Uh, Was uh, he from uh, Iceland? Uh, he's Canadian, I think. Um, this is his name. I thought it was like the capital. Well, his name is Ray, but he's just then added a bit oh. to the end of his name. <laughs> right. Um, and lastly, he says, finally, I decided to abandon The Wire after seven episodes. I'm sure it's great, but I couldn't get past the continuous slang, both in terms of the drug dealers, the cops use. I It meant I had very little clue as to what was going on, even with subtitles. That's fair. The Wire is hard going. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not wrong with the sl- some of some of it. It's like even with subtitles, you're like, what? What's that mean? But I don't know. I stuck, I, I stuck through it. But to the point, he, he's, he's. I said to this to him earlier. He's got this far and he's decided no. He's not gone episode one and gone no. He's, he's, he's pushed through and he's just decided. There's so much more he could be doing anyway. He's missing out in a way because I think it's one of the goats. But there's plenty more. There's he's plenty worked, more. He's stuff. worked out. Well, no, he's worked out what works for him, what doesn't. Exactly, exactly. There's, there's no shame in just stepping back and going, no, no. Cool. Uh, that everything catch it? Yeah, that's it. What yeah. were you doing then? Sorry, someone, someone, uh, someone had just texted me. How dare they? <laughs> I know, how dare they? <sighs> worst part is, worst that... part is it's pointy iguana, so blame him. I will fucking blame him. I'll fucking take him out of his terrarium and throw him into the street. <laughs> <laughs> As always, links to our extracurricular activities are in our show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. That is a fact. If you are a patron, you can meet us in the green room after this this crazy, crazy segment that we've got installed for you. You think Edgar Allan Poe's fucked up? Time for a trip down to Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? Candyland? 
Edgar Allan Joe, you might say. <laughs> Never more. Yeah, this is um, this is a short one because I was watching uh, Thingy Bob, House of Asher, Usher. Thingy um, Bob. I Were you t- thinking of Raymond Usher, the rap, the R and B? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is what words should really mean, and you'll you'll understand when I when I start. So I'll start. Don't I'll just will. push on with it. <laughs> Uh, also, some of these might take a moment for the penny to drop, so maybe just listen listen back to it at 50%. Right, so we've got... <laughs> Acropella, bad karaoke, bad karaoke. Shrewd, a rodent infestation. Oyster, a Jewish person. Paradiddle, sorry about this. Paradiddle is a disabled paedophile. Flamboyant, <laughs> a fire in a dinghy. I know what she's doing now. I know what she's See, doing. I told you it took a minute. Also, 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 I've just got an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Tactical. Tickling your enemy until he gives up. Impeccable. <laughs> unsuitable as bird feed. Cultivate. When a regular like meeting that. of friends becomes a suicide pact. Embrace <laughs> to get your teeth straightened. And that's it. <laughs> you are a fucking nuisance. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry Blue, about that. Blooded murder of the English tongue. <laughs> Might have them paradiddles, though. Paradiddle, man. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> a disabled nonce. <laughs> That's so bad. <sighs> I've, got no, I've got nothing else I can do apart from end the show there end for the non-patrons. Oh, thank you, fa- Thank you, Candy. Thank you for that brief but poignant bit of prose in Candyland there. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you're not a patron... It's time to say, never more, bye! That was a good one. Dirty pig, dirty pig. It's the beer. Are you ready?